wow, wow, wow. Bam, we're live. God, there's so much in life I don't understand. I just don't understand some people. Don't miss opportunities. I do not overthink shit. There was this, uh, I've told this story before, I tell it again, it's so potent. Someone said to me one time, or I was complaining to someone about when I was working at CrossFit about how much I was doing. I was like, man, like I don't, I do, I'm everywhere. I haven't been home in three years. I haven't been home for more than five days. I'm on call 24 seven. I've got up for my mom's uh, birthday dinner on Christmas Eve 15 times to deal with work stuff. And, and one of my coworkers, Dave goes, well, it could be worse. And I go, what? He goes, no one could be calling you. It could be worse. Nobody could be calling you. Hey, I think I got the phone fixed. I, um, we'll see what happens. I did, um, Scott Schweitzer said that he hardlined his phone in. And so, shit, what's good for Scott is good for me. Oh, but I have to unplug it now every time I start the show. Um, just to make sure. Make sure it's, it, it charges when I'm not in here. No, well, maybe he was big dicking me, but either way, I got the lesson. Always say yes, never set boundaries. Always say yes, never set boundaries. I, I don't, I'm, that's me. Always say yes, never set boundaries. Or just say no. Hey, what's up, dude? Isn't that a boundary, though? Uh, always saying yes? No, saying no. Oh, yeah, maybe. I guess I do have do have some like weird i guess i do have some boundaries like if i had a truck and like you asked me to move you caleb i'd be like ah, i'd probably move you i'd move i'd help you and tyson move thanks a lot of people though no no if you could afford my you, the thing is you have to be able to either afford my truck or i have to really like you i'm not letting you borrow my car like say let's say tyson was still at shepherd and he's like can i borrow your truck uh-uh now he's with the bears uh-huh <laughs> uh, if he's a shepherd and he crashes the truck the friendship gets stressed he's a shepherd <laughs> I get it. yeah that's right that's facts nah hagerstown ford though hagerstown ford would have hooked it up even hagerstown at, ford even at shepherd hey dude i can't wait to see you doing a car commercial yeah, hi yeah. I'm Tyson Bajan, just at the local at the local Ford dealership. Yeah, baby. You're gonna own a dealership soon. Isn't that like mandatory for um guys who go into the sports uh sports uh profession? Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. There was this baseball player when I was a kid, his name was he was a home run dude, Reggie Jackson. He owned like I think he owned like twenty dealerships in the area. Do you know who that is? Reggie Jackson? Does that ring a bell? Tyson? Reggie Jackson. I've heard that name before. Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Yeah, Reggie Jackson. I've heard that name before. He, he, was, that, a, he, was, a, the, he was the home run dude before the um, before Mark McGuire and who's the other dude? They used to bump forearms. Oh, someone will say. Hey, what's up with the dogs? What's the dog's hat? Oh, Martinsburg uh, Bulldogs. This is like Ezra's hat that I jacked for him. 
Oh, that's you're a good dude because you don't have enough hats. Yeah, exactly. Have you thrown anything into the stands yet? Like any clothing, like a headband or a? Do, do football players do that? Like, like, do you guys have any like mouthpieces or do you guys? We know you don't have jock straps. We covered that in episode yeah. one. Yeah, the, uh, like wristbands, towels, the head cap that I wear sometimes. I'll throw that. Um, yeah, because a lot of times I don't. When I'm leaving the game, I don't feel like collecting all the things from 12 feet in the air and then signing it and then tossing it back. So I'll just strip myself of any little accessory I have and just throw it and let everybody fight for it. What are the rules on that? Could you take your jer- Could you take your jersey off, or does the NFL own your clothing, or do yeah, you own it? You, Could you take you your jersey off never, and throw it up. Yeah, if you even wanted to take a jersey after the game and keep it for yourself, it's uh, you gotta you gotta pay you gotta pay the team. So basically, everything you're wearing out there except your shoes is still theirs. Basically, no. The only thing that's theirs are the pants and the uh, jersey. And the okay. helmet and, and the helmet and shoulder pads. Yeah, if you started throwing, how much is what? What is the if you give your how much is a helmet if you give it away to someone? How much would that set you back? Like uh, a helmet? No, a helmet. I don't think you're allowed to do a helmet, but a jer- the jerseys because a lot of people like to keep jerseys or they'll swap jerseys with somebody from the opposite team if they know them. Yeah, and I think that's it's either three fifty or five hundred, like one of the one of the two. Like, to- L- listen, first Super Bowl at the end, just give the helmet away. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. What was that? Something happened with uh, Tom Brady. They they jacked his, I think his jersey after the Super Bowl. The one where they came back from from twenty eight to three, I think. Someone stole it out of his locker room. They, somebody jacked it. Yeah, somebody jacked it. What a come up. Yeah. Well, plus, how do you get rid of that then? I have the Mona That's Lisa for saying. sale yeah, that I took from like, the Louvre. Yeah. They were they were like on America's Most Wanted. Like they couldn't post that anywhere, <laughs> right? Under the table stuff. Um, I I saw you wearing um the the skull caps, and I got a bunch. Nice. I I don't have the NFL brand. I just got the cheapest brand on Amazon. But the kids all and now it's become part of the kids' um accoutrement. Yeah. Yeah, it's for uh yeah for fellas with with long hair that want it out of their face. I just thought it made, yeah, like that. I just think it makes him look a little more gangster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My dad said uh, when the, when I was first doing, like, the podium interview stuff, he was, like, talking to me. He was like, oh, yeah, by the way, don't ever wear a baseball cap again. Only wear toboggan. You go from looking like a chump to straight up gangster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was like, all right, all right, I'll never wear a baseball hat again. Let me give you some feedback. Never take uh, clothing advice from a father. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. that was that was so awesome when the lady said to you, no, oh, someone said to you, talked about your hat being on Crooked uh, after. Richard Sherman. Is that the guy's name? Yeah, on the far oh, right. Uh, yeah, that was one of them. So it's after the, it was after the game with, um, wh- who was that, the Panthers? Yeah. So, at, so afterwards, was it was on Amazon Prime. It was on Prime. I don't know what they call it. I never even watched TV on Prime before. So uh, you're sitting around, like, trying not to buy shit and waiting for Tyson to come out. So you come out. They, they keep saying you're going to come out to the table. So finally you come out to the table, and they start talking to you. And they start acting weird around you, like in a good way weird, like giddy. Like you brought a pinata out. Yeah. 
It was crazy. They were they were swooning, dude. What's swooning mean? Swooning. Let me see. They were like, man, they were excited to see you. Or maybe I was swooning and projecting it onto them. Swooning. A faint, faint from, from extreme. Ex from extreme emotion. Yes. So you come out there and you have your hat on crooked. And <laughs> the guys like, look at you with your swagger. And you're like, nope, haven't been clothes shopping in three years. Yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> Well, they said something about my hat, and I, I had the hat on for about 30 minutes up until that point. So I forgot how the hat was even sitting on my head. It looked like, honestly, like it was put on. You know, like sometimes like you'll just be somewhere and someone will just put a hat on you? Yeah. That's what it looked like. It looked like you were on your way somewhere, and like whoever's in charge of like making sure you're wearing the right shit just put it on you. That's what I just kind of assumed in my head. Mm. Yeah, my grab, my grandma. Both my grandmothers probably hate that. The, the hat backwards in the cockeye. They probably can't stand that. That's all. That's funny. Because they, they like didn't say anything. Groups? I went home. I went home this past weekend. They didn't say anything to me about it. So I think we're good. Oh, do you get that much critique? That kind of minutia? Now, uh, no. I, no, I noticed no, when no, you were at the no, desk, no. your back was a little rounded. Push your chest out. You have a beautiful chest. No, not like that. No, oh. not like no. Not that bad. Really? They. I mean, nothing that could affect. They don't say anything that could affect or make me like change the way that my hat sits on my head but they they i just feel like you know they're they're classy ladies from back in the day they probably just you know want me to be uh have it on you know the normal way but they didn't say anything if if you're if you're walking with your grandmother on the street or like any girl do you make sure do you have a spot for her what do you mean do i have a spot like uh, my mom taught me you you can't have the girl can't walk on the street side yeah, I'm. I was. I started to become conscious of that whenever I got my first dog. Uh huh. And I would always make sure that I, that I was in between the dog and the road. Right. But yeah, I, I have been conscious of that um, ever since then. Yeah. Yeah, the girl can't walk on the street. And then, and then one time I was in Oakland, and I was. This is, I don't know, ten years ago, and I was walking with Haley, mm -hmm. in Oakland, and she was on the street side. <laughs> which I hate to admit, and this lady walks up to me, this black lady walks up to me, old, old, you know what I mean? Like, so old, she's not black yeah. anymore. She's, like, white. And yeah. she goes, she tells me, she goes, hey, you walk your girl like that, people think she's a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit. She, I mean, she was old school, right? And that yeah. street did have a lot of, like, hookers on it in the past. It Not so much anymore. It was San Pablo Avenue. I, and I quickly, that, like, reminded me. I thought I was good about it, and then she called me on it which I appreciate. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's something that I do, but I would never notice. Like if, if my buddy was walking with his girl and I was with him and the girl was closer to the street, you wouldn't offer him. I, a dime I, I, for don't, her. I don't know that I, it would bother me or I would notice enough to be like, Hey man, what's wrong with you, man? Walk on those, <laughs> walk on the other side. The thing is, I don't really judge people for that shit, but, but I, but I still like the, um, the protocol or the formality like i'm not like oh my god look caleb's walking with this chick and she's on the street he's he's trying to sell her but yeah. i do like i just like um i like when i go places with my mom holding the door open for my mom yeah like yeah. when we're getting in the car go over there make sure she, i guess even more and more in this day and age make sure she's in the car it just seems like the right thing to do makes you makes you feel like a good man yeah like yeah exactly yeah. but like i'm not judging someone who doesn't do it i mean i judge exactly. people for enough shit yeah exactly your job so like i'll get off the podcast here and like no one's critiquing my shit mm -hmm. your job is like 
crazy critiqued. Yeah. Like even before you're done with it. Like all it is. That's like it's like ninety-five percent of it. It's just feedback from the masses. Yeah, from all the way from up top to all the way down to the bottom where people are coming to my grandma's house saying that uh giving giving advice for her to give me so that I can give to my coach. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Grandma, I was like, Mimi should have told him you should have I don't know what you I don't even know what you tell somebody like that. Don't ever don't ever come near this house again. And it's like stuff they learned in Pop Warner. It's like some 80-year-old dude, something he learned when he was in the fifth grade that now he remembers, but he wants to make sure like he saw you step back with the right foot, but he was told in the fifth grade to step back with the left foot. Yeah, it'd be like that's like that's like uh my uh my eight-year-old sister telling you how to program a crossfit workout. (laughs) She probably could. You know what I mean? Like just like you gotta hit that slant right away. Yeah, what are you talking about? What a like it's so unreal. So unreal. He was like, I saw the banner and I was just wondering what the uh because my grandma's got some banner with my name on the outside of her house. So he was like, I saw the banner, I was just wondering what the correlation was between you two. And then she obviously said that she was my grandma. Uh and then that's when he was like, Hey, well you tell tell him to tell the coach that when he was doing this and it was some, it was like the worst that it was like it was like just child like some child's play shit like something that you would never ever tell any repeat to anybody let alone these nfl coaches like it's so so yeah but that the, the the critique part is like that's like 95 percent of it dude um it's it's nuts your job there's if you go to Google right now and type in Tyson Bajant, you can't stop scrolling with talking heads videos just all for um, people critiquing your job. <laughs> yeah. Like breaking it down with like uh, fancy pencils and, and videos. and But then what's here's what's crazy. You have to do that too. So 99% of the workforce right now, like if you work at Apple, right, in your middle management and you come out of the building and like, you know – loosen up your belt that's way too tight and you, you know you're headed over to some sort of protest that you do in your free time <laughs> and um no one's critiquing your job you're not getting any you get feedback four times a year and they're like hey i, I really like the way you uh, dress and how you how you smile at people like no one's critiquing your shit yeah. and you are being critiqued like there's there's uh there's a hundred people from your last game where talking it's not even gentle shit it's like does he get to keep his job yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not yeah. like, uh, did he have his shirt on right? Did uh, it's like literally, and everyone, well, there's a handful of dudes on every team who are getting that. Yeah, like every single coach, it's like there's like you could find five videos about does he get to keep his job next week? I'm like, my god, this yeah. is a what a crazy position to be in that the whole world's every week to week critiquing whether you get to keep your job or not. I tell you, the, uh, yeah. everyone does say you get to keep your job though, so far. Nice. Yeah, even nice. even people who don't like you are like, hey, he gets to keep his job. Nice. Yeah, good deal. Yeah, I don't it's yeah, it's so it's it's almost to such an extreme level that like I don't know, sometimes I do like cuz everything I read is hilarious. If someone tells me that I'm the greatest quarterback they've ever seen in their whole life, I laugh. Right. Right? I laugh. And then if someone when they're like this dude's a piece of shit, I can't stand watch him another time. I I laugh again. Right. But the ones that it's like the ones that say piece of shit, 
I'm always conscious of what they're what they look like, like as a per because I always want to oh. just I, I want to say something like, but not not in like a oh I'm mad I want to say something, but just in like a like you I just fat Cheeto finger something. eating exactly. I just want to say, dude, you fucking piece of work. <laughs> mom's <laughs> basement living ass. Yeah, you got. And you know there. it's true. Like you know it's yeah, true. They I, are in their mom's basement. You know. And it's then true. a lot of times I want to get sarcastic too because there was one time uh, before uh, before the draft happened, it was this dude said something about the senior bowl, and I don't know. It was like the I see about one out of every 150 things that people say. Like I'll just like. It'll just no, stumble. No, that's not me. true. You see one out of every ten thousand things. People yeah, do. maybe, maybe so hundred thousand. But this was before the draft. This was Shepherd, so it might be oh, one okay, in hundred fifty. Okay, fair. One in a hundred, probably. Yeah, so yeah. I see it, and this dude uh, was talking about the Senior Bowl, and he was like, Bajent was uh, clearly out outmatched um, at the Senior Bowl, and it was obvious, and you could just tell that he wasn't used." Uh, to that level of play, right? And this is after I fucking went out into the Senior Bowl and like threw more completions than anybody ever in the history of the Senior Bowl. Like was moving the ball. Everything was it was the it was an easy day, an easy day to say the least. And so they said that, and then they said that I was doing nothing but throwing checkdowns. And really, out of my seventeen passes that I threw, only two of them were checkdowns. Right? What's a, so, what's a checkdown? I don't know. What checkdown is. is when you're like, oh, nobody's open, nobody's open, and then you throw it to the running back that's like right in front of you. Okay. Okay. All right. So I so I was like, so I just hit. I hit him with those facts. I was like, fuck, I got time. So I was like, how was I outclassed? Question mark. Oh, and by the way, I only threw two checkdowns the whole time. Like, did you even watch? So then they come back with, oh, man, I didn't realize <laughs> that, it, that it wasn't that many checkdowns, you know, and then they just realized that I, I got them a little bit and they were like, but, you know, you shouldn't be focused on what other people are saying. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, so, but I hadn't got, I hadn't, I had, there hasn't been, there hadn't been anything that I said that made it seem that I was upset. Right. right? So I hit him with. No, 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 no. Not upset at all. Just want to make sure I can get better so I don't look outclassed going forward. Awesome. Oh. Right? <laughs> Hit him with that. But, but really, I was being an asshole, but I didn't let him in on that. And then and then it was funny. Me and that person, like, kind of became, like, Twitter buddies for the rest of the time that I was on Twitter. And we would, like, every three months, just randomly, yo, how you doing? Hey, you know what's crazy, too? He's going to be telling that story. That he's gonna be telling people he's friends with you for the next, like when they put when he in fifty years when he's dying on his deathbed. But I was friends with Tyson Bajan. He's, yeah. he's gonna. Be, <laughs> hey, no. um, uh, when when you when I when you, you first kind of I started talking about you on the show, um, and I would be like, yeah, my buddy's son's gonna go to the um, NFL, dude. It was like 400 people in here being like, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know anything about football. It was awesome. It they was just keep moving the goalposts now. Too. They're like, <laughs> now he's not going to be a starter. Now he's not going to do this. Oh, they, it's always, it's always, it's, it's the same. They find something new. He's not dating that. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And then the, and it's like, you, uh, you jump over like 99 hurdles and then all the hurdles that they said you couldn't jump over. And then all of a sudden, then you win an NFL game, and they're like, "Oh well, it was the Raiders." <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh well, 
Oh, it was the Las Vegas Raiders. It was right, only right. the Las Vegas Raiders. Right, right. I'm just like, shut them. Shut Dude, up. Dude, I was playing Colorado School of Mines. Just <laughs> yeah. the Raiders. Yeah, hey, playing that's... the School of Mines was way harder than playing the Raiders. I got the <laughs> shit beat out of me versus the Mines. Barely got touched versus the Raiders. Shut up. Um. They uh that is they do have some fun stuff that they say in that that the commentators say about you. Like for the most part, they all got your back. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. the guys who've played. Yeah. And I don't know oh, how yeah, many they... of them played, but they really like they really have your back and they love bringing that stat up, like who you who you were playing versus yeah. who you are playing. And I, I saw yesterday, it's funny because I've been watching more and more stuff about how you play, critique of how you play, and I kind of like I'm torn because I kind of don't want to talk to you about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but that being said, there was an old quarterback. He he wrote a book about like I guess his attempts of suicide or something recently. He's an old I think he's an old Chicago Bears quarterback. Maybe his last mm. name is Kramer or something. Maybe. Yeah, I think maybe. he I think he got he got let go as a rookie and then made it back to the mm. NFL. It's some it's some wild story. But he was just saying that he was singing your praises this past week that like how incredible you are and then they did put up some crazy stat dude of they did put up a crazy stat of all these first round draft pick first pick quarterbacks mm -hmm. and like they and, and it was like from 2021 to the present and they put up like eight of them and all of them were like one and six one and eight oh and seven one and and the dudes were like yeah dude coming into the nfl as a quarterback and playing your rookie year is just absolutely nuts. No one, no one pushed back on it. No, it wasn't uh, Kurt, Kurt Warner. I saw Kurt it was Warner. Eric oh, maybe Kramer. it was Jim Kramer. Eric yeah, Kramer. Jim, uh -huh. Eric Kramer. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting. It is, it is. Do you feel the love from, from the, um, I guess it could go both ways. Sometimes I wonder, like on the cover, the NFL looks like they're giving you a lot of love, the, the NFL community. And by the community, I mean the inner ring, the commentators, the players. But on yeah. the other hand, you would think that maybe like in the movie business or in the film business, everyone kind of like says, oh, congratulations, but really they hate you and they're jealous. Yeah. No, you know I, I, mean? don't, I don't sense any of like <clears throat> hatred or jealousy or anything um, like that. Um, I think that a lot of people, especially the people that know about anything about like football and NFL football, especially they realize how um, like just how ridiculous the plate is for a quarterback, like what well, everything, like everything that's on your plate as a quarterback, okay. like just with what you have to be able to do like throughout the game. Um, Cause even like, you know, you see a quarterback hand the ball off the the things that had to go into even getting to that point are so ridiculous um so i think a lot of people understand that so then when a, a rookie quarterback is able to kind of balance it um it's surprising to a lot of people um and really just any quarterback in general but just i guess being a rookie you know you're you're new and you're still able to you know wrap your mind around the million things that are on your plate so i think they have a like there's a there's a respect that goes into I think people being able to do that, whether you're throwing for a million yards or no yards at all, I think people just understand how hard it is to play quarterback. Um, and then you get the people who maybe don't understand it at all. And that's where you can get the, well, you know, why? Why would this dude not throw for 500 yards every game? Like, it, it you know, you see so-and-so did it once or so-and-so did it. And 
Um, but overall, I think just people have a respect for how hard it is to, to be a quarterback. Because you can't even like you can't even show off your stuff physically until you show everybody or your 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 people that are you know your bosses that you're just like a, a mad scientist on the mental aspect of it all because it's so much. And then after doing all that, then you can kind of begin to show them kind of the athletic side and the making play side. Um, so I think when you marry the two, uh, there's just overall kind of respect for being able to get to that point at all. Is, is it kind of, um, t- Oh, what's this? This is just like a play call. Like this is just a series of play calls and it's just insane to listen to like all the words that you have to say and remember. Okay. Let's listen. Let's listen. F35, Wichita Macho Toe. I'm wondering. Dice right, F fly, Whiskey Brady. Dice right numbers, three jets, Spielberg. I'm wondering. Trey right, closer, karate, can, 12 duo, alert booty. I'm wondering. Brizzle left tight, F fly, pass 37, punch, waggle, help, baby dizzy, X fan on the turbo. On the turbo. You do that, Tyson? Dude, not only do I do that, the, those first five were like child's play. Like it gets pretty, <laughs> it gets like it gets pretty freaking nasty in the in the headset. It gets now. Pretty now, why is that? So that no one can like steal the plays. Uh, I mean, no. It's just kind of how. It's just kind of what they end up getting called. Like it's. Just, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm like you know. It was so hard. like initially. I'm like, dude. Why you can't be like, hey, we're gonna call this one six. That's what I, that's what I mean. Like, you should just like one to a hundred. Everybody freaking study up, look at that shit, and let's just go one to a hundred, and you just right. know what it is. But now it gets, and especially in the New Orleans game, like that's the la- that's the hardest place to play at in the world, right? Just because of the sound, and it's indoor, and the fans are crazy and drunk and just screaming the whole time. How and many I, of those? How many of those plays are there? There's like three. Kansas City, Seattle, and New Orleans are pretty No, loud. I mean, how many of those Whiskey, Bravo, Tango, Grizzle, Oosie, Doosie, Seven, Yeah, I mean, it's like, Alert all, right, booty. So, all right, so yeah. the Saints game, the Saints game, I'm running. I'm doing a lot of running, right? And I'm screaming the play every time, like screaming the play. And these dudes are right in front of my face, and I'm screaming so that they can hear me. So I, that was the first time I ever got tired in a game my whole entire life. Like, I had never been tired one time, even a little bit, in any football game ever. But it was just, like, nonstop of running, doing the play, and screaming, then running the play, screaming, running the play. So I had been I had, I've been running the ball a lot. I, I This play, I kind of – I hurt my left quad a little bit, and I ran. So I'm Is that from getting tired. tackled? Yeah, so I'm a little bit tired. So I'm going to the huddle, like – it was like a bone bruise on my on my quad. No shit. Okay, we'll yeah. come back to that. Wow. Yeah. So I'm so I'm going back to the huddle, but my adrenaline's going, so I feel it. But I'm like I'm like all right, like it's not. You know, I didn't really, I didn't. Inj- it's just hurt. Like I didn't injure anything. So I'm going back to the huddle. I'm like I'm breathing heavy, and he gets in my helmet and says, "All right, hey buddy, here's what we got. We got Ben left tight F home fake taxi Larry strain Y show can nineteen taxi sip on one." And then so I'm like, so I get in the huddle, I'm like, hey, here's all you got. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. And then okay, and then it was another run. I end up running again. <laughs> I end up running again. <laughs> and it's like there's a there's one clip. It was like a, uh and this was the play. I like faked the toss, booted out, 
and I end up running for about like 15 yards and they, they get close to my face, like after the run. And I was just over it. The bad, guys, the bad guys got close to your face, the other team? No, 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 no. The camera got like in oh. my face. You could see oh. my face. And I just, oh. I slid and got up and I was just like, tossed the ball to the ref. Just like, bro, I'm so, I'm so tired right now. This is insane. But hey, yeah. could you could you yell something like could you could you yell something like to distract the other team? Like, is there stuff you can't yell out there? Like, could you be like, "Ready, I fucked your mom," and then <laughs> then call the play, and the whole the whole line's like, "What? What did he just say?" Yeah, and, then, and then you kind of got him like off, and like you get the snap, and they're like they're off a beat. Yeah, I don't know how soft everything is nowadays. That might be a flag. <laughs> that might be. T- <laughs> that might be a flag. You know, it's funny. You know, number sixty four. I fucked your mom, and they're yeah. like, "What?" <laughs> Throw the flag. Just throw the flag. But uh, you know, so like the defensive line, yeah. There, there's been people that will be like, "Dot," and try to get the center to like move the ball whenever it was, yeah. You know, so that's a penalty. You're not allowed to do that. So there are some shit you get. There's some things you can't say. But they, but they still do it out there. Like people still. They they try to, but if you get like, I think yeah, it's like a big deal if you get caught doing that because that's like. Now you're now I, I I it's just like not it's just against the rules like you're not allowed to do it or whatever I don't know exactly what the penalty is but I know that there was a team that we had to tell the refs like hey they do this you know even in college there were like we played a team and it was like they would try to get the offense to jump off sides by like right before uh, they snap the ball just saying stop and get somebody to flinch and then penalty. Do, do they, do they, you know, like well, after like uh, you, someone gets tackled and then the, the video shows like a guy standing over him and, and his head's like moving. So you assume he's saying stuff. Look, how aggressive can they get with that? Can they be, is it like, man, you run like my sister. Is it just simple stuff like this or is it? I more think they can say whatever they want, but it's like how uh, like egregious and aggressive they make it. That'll cause a penalty. Like if they like squat over you with their head down to your face and they're like barking at you, that'll probably be a taunting penalty but if they're just like kind of saying it as they're walking away damn that was like tackling bambi yeah yeah or yeah, yeah. something like that like when i got i got tackled last don't game. caleb that was good caleb that was, was good don't really good, I, really I, good. Long yeah. in the NFL. i'll give you i'll write up a bunch of stuff and send it to your grandmother tyson like shit talking if you want yeah. one-liners <laughs> like they tackled me last game and they were just like this ain't this ain't college this ain't college <laughs> <laughs> but i but once a lot of times i can't even i i don't I can't say anything back or I don't because I can't hear them because immediately after play, I'm getting the information in my right. helmet. So yeah. it's like, if I yeah. was talking to you from three feet away and they were talking to me in my helmet, I'd be, I'd have to tell you to stop talking to wait. Yeah. Because I can't hear you anyway. So, so as soon as you're down, you're down, somebody's talking to you in your head. Yeah. Like on that one, they're saying that, but coach is like, call timeout, call timeout, call timeout. So I'm like, nah, I can't even really hear what they're saying. So I'm like, Dang. you're not like you asshole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, and this shit hurt too. So I was like, I wasn't in any any position to say anything. Um, um, the the shot that you took in the leg, what causes the bruise? The the helmet or the impact on the ground? No, I think it was like I think it was his uh, cleat was on the ground where I landed, and so it just landed on top. Um, it, it doesn't look it didn't look bad on tape, but it was just like I just felt kind of weird on my quad. And I don't know about you, like my quads are like sensitive like if i had, if i got my quads like massaged like a sports massage where they were really trying to like get everything out or whatever like that would like the quads are really the worst part uh for me and i don't know if that's consistent with uh, a lot of athletes but 
Um, so it was just like I hit my quad in a in like an awkward spot, and it really just kind of like pissed off the whole entire muscle. So it just worked its way up, almost like my hip flexor by the time by the by the morning. When you when you wake up on um, Friday morning, what is your uh, body feel like? Um, what do you feel like? Uh, almost kind of like a, uh, as long as I don't hurt anything specific, like, uh, just like one part of my body. Um, it's usually just kind of like my neck is usually pretty sore, which is just cause you know, I just have the helmet on and I'm moving with the helmet. Um, and just kind of like a, like a three and a half, four out of 10 soreness all over. And, oh. uh, but like like you're getting stronger from it like like every game do you think you get stronger like like you got no, I don't, not, not like weight stronger but i think you just build that like a little bit more of like a callus of like you're getting more used to getting hit um okay yeah. so it's the it's the hits that make you sore it's not like just all that like i think it's a little bit it's probably like because i think my lower body's probably sore from like changing direction so mm -hmm. many times from like straight line sprinting shuffling and planting all the all those things um and then you know your body like my shoulders are usually pretty my like rotator cuff is maybe a little bit sore after games um just probably because i'm throwing unconsciously probably a little bit harder than, than normal um and then yeah like i don't know when i woke up after the new orleans new orleans game i couldn't really walk well so and i knew it was like we were going into a short week of like we played on sunday and then we played on thursday and I, I mean, I knew that these quad contusion things will take a, take a little bit to heal. And I thought this one was a little bit worse. So I called my dad. I was like, yo, man, I don't, I know you about to come to this game. Like, I don't know how, I don't know if I'm going to be ready to play by Thursday, but I mean, the NFL has got these crazy treatment devices, like by the next day I woke up and I was like, holy shit, my quad feels great. Like this is. It did, huh? In one yeah, day. Yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't perfect in one day, but it was like, I could walk. I woke up and walked normally the whole day. How old are you again, Tyson? 23. <clears throat> yeah, and your body's just producing so much good shit right now, dude. Yeah. It's producing so much good shit. Do you, do you feel yourself still growing? Um, I don't mean as a football player, but I just mean like, um, as a, as a man, like, do you still feel yourself like whoa shit's still changing like i'm still like going through like the tail end of puberty at 23 or yeah something? i know yeah. yeah i noticed that like um that i don't have to uh work out really hard in order to stay pretty uh like lean yeah i noticed that that wasn't like always a thing when i was like when i was younger but i noticed that now if like because right now i mean at this point in the season I'm, I'm, it's nowhere near what I'm doing in the off season, but I still look pretty similar. Like, and look on like photos, and my arms still look jacked. But I haven't really been doing anything with my arms other than just throwing, basically. Um, so I've noticed, I've noticed that that, but that's about that's a that's about it. But I and I also know that I could get like super big. Like I could, I could if I really like if I after the season I wanted to get like super swolled up. Like I know that like it would be it wouldn't take very long to do that I don't think. Like what's big? Do you think you think you could get to two thirty? You're two twenty. You're two o five. What are you? I'm like two fifteen. Could you think you could get to two twenty five? You could put on ten pounds. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Like probably like easier than I could do than I could get to two o five. 
Wow. Okay. Okay. So, I so could you gain ten probably easier than I could lose ten. So you keep this size because you think you perform the best at it in terms of your ability, your speed, agility, health. Yeah. 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 I like being like two fifteen to two twenty for playing football. Yeah. If, if I wasn't playing football, I'd probably be like two oh eight. Oh, you go you go down even a little. Yeah. Yeah. So you could be even faster and what more gymnastic? Do more uh, Yeah, kind of more gymnastic like. Yeah. Not yeah. I wouldn't want to be like a I don't want to be like a bulky like no, nah, I, I wanna be like ripped and swole, but like like a more finesse style of that, not like a um like I could beat you in a wrestling match, but I could beat you in like a Right. I like, I like, I mean, these are the extremes, but I like more Bruce Lee than, um, yeah, like I want to be able to, I be able to run you down. Yeah. If you take my kid, yeah. not, not have to like corner you and be just be like out, you know, out body you. Like I, I want to be able to like track you down and, and that, and that type of like more, more like a cheetah, not like a, not like a big lion. Uh, what kind of things are said in the dog pile tackles? Before you answer that, that play, um, I'm going to say some real dumb shit here. Bear with me. There's the play that's called the quarterback sneak, right? But it's not really a quarterback sneak. It's just all you guys line up as close as you can, and like then you just – the guy snaps the ball to you, and you just push forward. Yeah. And dudes are like jumping on top and shit. Mm-hmm. God, that, that seems like a dangerous spot. And, and that's you, the quarterback, does that? Or do you give the ball to someone to push us into that smush? Uh, most of the time, the quarterback does that. Okay, so have, when you – when you, I guess Carolyn's asking when you do that kind of stuff, what's being – is there shit being said in there? Mostly it's just get off me. <laughs> somebody, somebody's probably in a compromised spot. Uh, yeah. And it's yeah. Either, maybe it's the quarterback. Maybe it's an offense or defensive lineman, but they just like like – Yo, hurry. And a lot of times they don't want to get up. They'll after the whistle blows, they'll keep pushing just right. so one side could get a, a better spot than the other. Right. Um and to kind of remind you that like next time you should be a little hesitant before you try coming in here. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Quarterback. Like hey. Yeah, exactly. Was, exactly. But the new rule, the new rule, they let you're allowed to now the guys behind the quarterback can push the quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw they that. Can yeah. Push the shit out of the quarterback. So it's like I mean, if you if it's if it's even at all, like the offense should usually just win because they can just get that push. Man. And, and, and you have a play the, – the, every team has a play like that where they just get behind and push the quarterback? Especially now since they're allowing that push. Like, yeah. it's pretty hard to stop that. Um, That must be a weird one to do in practice too. Yeah, you don't ever do that full speed in practice. It's just kind of you just do it in the games. Uh, Heidi Kroom, he's probably one month away from growing a mustache. I, yeah. I, how long has it been since you've shaved? Is that like six months or? No, nah, this is like a week and a half. Oh, okay. And, and your shit grows in all like. Yeah, it's it's nothing. I don't like have Josh it. Bridges. You don't even have like like my shit just grows in like a wolf. Yeah, Josh Yours Bridges is, is probably Josh Bridges is probably like. His yeah, shit grows in all spotted. Way, he's way and he's got way more than than me. Okay. Like, I couldn't even. I don't even think I could do that. Yeah. Uh, Jen, uh, my continued th thanks is Tyson and Sevon fan. Oh, awesome! Thank you. Um, after the game that I went to in the Chargers game, mm -hmm. um, the players come 
out from one side of the field every three minutes for, I don't know, I'm making this up, but for an hour. Mm-hmm. And they walk across the field. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you came out. And by then the stadium's empty and they're yelling at me and your dad to leave. And your dad's like, no. Yeah. Um, what what's going on there? How I have a bunch of questions. What's going on there? How come they come out like so sporadically? How come the whole team doesn't come out together? I guess I know why you came out last because you have to do the press conference. But how come they come out in like in ones and twos and the whole team doesn't come across? And where are they going? They're going to a bus. You're talking about after or before the game? After the game. Yeah. And after- everyone's walking so slow. It's like yeah. you didn't even know humans could walk this slow. It takes like they go 120 yards probably like in five minutes. It's the slowest yeah. walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're, so they're just making their way to the buses after the game, and some people like to hurry up, get undressed, get their stuff on, and get to the bus. Some people like to take their time. Other people got interviews to do, so then they come out after the interviews. Um, so that's kind of why it's so sporadic. I had a bunch of – I had to, like, do a press conferences and everything, so that's why I was kind of – that's why I was last. Um, but everybody's making their way to the buses. And, and, and so there's no, it's just, just happens to be sporadic like that. Yeah, ones and yeah. twos just whenever just you have to you have to be there by this time but as long as you're there by that time you get there whatever time you want and and who's that dude um who's always that i always see with you now that was walking with me through. after it's after the game first i saw him um at the whatever game i was at the chargers game and then this last week i noticed him again um during the panthers game after the game he's with you he's like standing by you he's kind of he's got a thick chest yeah yeah he's a security guy and he's and he's your security guy at every game the qu- yeah i guess it's a quarterback thing like you gotta be careful like because i don't know i don't know yeah but it is a, it is a security guy just to make sure nobody i don't know i don't know what would happen or what has happened but i think just everybody's hyper fixated on the quarterback so th- i didn't have him until i began starting so i think it's like a whoever the starter is that week they just want to keep him keep him safe in case some like girl runs out on the field and attacks you. Yeah, just in case people start maybe throwing shit or somebody tries to. Do you know him? Are you buddies with him? He's a cool dude. Yeah, he's great. Do you have his phone number? Um, I do not. Oh, so it's not like that. Nah, it's not. It's not that. I only see him then. Okay, so if you're in your room on an away game and you want to go downstairs, you don't have to call him and he what? No, nah, it's only like him. getting getting to and from the bus, and. Like every and everything during the game, has he ever had? Has you ever seen him had to like put his hand on someone's face? No, nah. no, not yet. Mm-mm. Which but is he's maybe he's why I, which is maybe why I'm wondering why it is why he is there. Right. But I get the stuff like that probably does maybe happen. Do you think he has tabs on you like all the time, like throughout the game? Uh yeah, I think he's yeah he's super conscious because I it's not like he's like hey whenever you do this meet me here it's like he's waiting there and then I get there and he just peels off with me um i i started tripping on um probably not as much as you were tripping the game where you had the four turnovers you had there were three interceptions and one fumble right yeah and then and then the next game there were no interceptions right yeah um is there i have a bunch of questions around this but is there something you do like is there something you do to make sure like at what cost? At what? What's the cost for throwing no interceptions? Ah, uh, you better you chance understand? to win. Uh, I'm not asking the question right. 
whatever you had to do to mitigate uh-huh. interceptions, is there mm-hmm. a cost to it? Um, like I haven't watched football in like 30 years, but I used to watch all the Raider games and they had this mm-hmm. quarterback named Jim Plunkett and like, tw- it felt like three times at, at, the, at halftime. And at the end of every game, he would just throw one like 60 yards into the end zone. You never knew who was going to catch it. Mm-hmm. Be like 10 dudes jump for it. And it was like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah. Like, interceptions, like you want to, like, that's like our, the focal point. Every single game is, Hey, if we take care of the ball, we will win the game. Right. So it's every, like, especially for the quarterback, it's a big deal. So, um, but are there less, but it's like, take it is risk, like, does that mean there's extent, less like, only one of, like there was one of those picks that was like, ah, damn, like probably shouldn't have thrown the ball there. Probably should have, you know, gone somewhere else with it. But the other two are like, they're like, 50 50 and it's like you missed by an inch or you're late by a half a millisecond and it's like the dude makes an nfl play because he's an nfl player right really could have just as easily been incomplete right it could have just got batted down so it's kind of like however the game flows like it obviously as a quarterback you got to know where to go based on what luck you're given but then you know it's like sometimes like when both dudes are there it's kind of like it's 50-50. Sometimes offense makes it a spectacular play. Sometimes the defense makes it a spectacular play. And sometimes it just gets – it just hits the ground and nothing – and it's neutral. I so, I think I'm... that they, they made, like – I, I really, I think it's just, like, how luck of the – kind of just luck of the game, like how the how the dice rolls. You didn't take, you didn't take fewer risks. In the, you, the, what I'm thinking – I thought, like, you're like, okay, there, I'm going to take 6% fewer risks – and you dialed it back, and you dialed it back, and you got zero yeah. interceptions. And that, yeah, that's what it. And that's another thing too. They're they don't want you to be less risky, but they want you to take care of the ball. Like it's like right, right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just kind of paradox. You're stuck in a weird spot. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I'm not gonna say I didn't sit here, I didn't do anything. I wasn't thinking differently this past game than the last game. It's just kind of how the shit happened. I'm not trying to arouse you, but um, I. This person's paying me to read this. So, Tyson, I feel like I'm laying my head in your lap from this angle. It's weird. <laughs> Fantastic. But, yeah. All right. You, you, I hope that person didn't cross the line with you. No, nah, they're fine. Okay, good. Uh, Matt Burns. <clears throat> Boy, dude. Um, it. I've never. One time I was at the CrossFit Games and there were these guys riding motorcycles and they were doing flips. And I hmm. left. I didn't like. I didn't like how it made me feel. Yeah. I was like, just like, what if they crash? Like, I, it was just too tense for me. And I've never watched football and it be tense for me. Yeah. But now that you playing, you're playing. It's like, I think I'm getting. It, it's like making me old. Like I don't yeah. like anyone getting close. Like when you're hanging out in the pocket, I'm. I start tripping. Yeah. Or like when you get, <laughs> yeah. like when you get tackled. Like. You don't get tackled scary. very much though. Oh yeah, that was crazy. That one, when that happened, I was stressed. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's a terrible picture. Dang. Look at your I just put, I watched your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you're like eh. Yeah, that shit hurt. That did hurt. That's okay. the one I was talking about. That's the one That man's about. huge. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. He's like 320 and like I saw 6'4". You, I saw you rub your left hand after that too, but then and then you just kind of shook it off. But I saw you rub that 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 hand a little bit. I was like, "Ooh, yeah, I yeah something was hurting. I couldn't even tell you what it was though. It was kind of like a full body shock for about five seconds. 
hey, when that ha- – you know when you crash on a bike and then you you just kind of lay there and you're like – you kind of do like that um, Iron Man like yeah, assessment, you, like you, you run a diagnostic. You start wiggling all of your extremities. Yeah, you do like a full diagnostic, okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is it like that? Uh, I mean – You don't have time like for that? Quick, like a quicker version. Like, yeah, something – I mean, yeah. As long as you're – I feel like as long as you're like – playing hard and you're not like before they hit like oh shit i'm about to hurt something like like as long as you're like moving at full speed and not really thinking about it like the chances of getting hurt are way way less so i wasn't like like when i hurt my quad i was like before as i'm running like oh shit this is a weird position i don't know how i'm gonna like i don't know how i'm gonna fall on this one like i've never been in this position before like that one, like I'm falling forward, dude just landed on top of me. It just stung a little, and I was just kind of. I think that my breath got knocked out, and I, so I knew that that's what it was. Like I knew that I didn't like hurt anything significant. Your face mask put a hole in the field. Yeah, seriously, and that the the uh, grass is filled with sand. Like I had sand all in my face, like in your eyes and shit. Like just in my mouth. It was just like I couldn't. I didn't even know there was sand in there until until that tackle. Like, it's not like the black there. rubber turf or anything. No, nah, it's a grass field, but the sand, the sandy stuff that they put in, helps the grass like grow like really fast, hmm. um, and stay stay fresh or whatever. So I got yeah. Did got that, does that did that guy say anything to you? Yeah, that's the one where he was like, uh, oh, this, "This ain't college." This ain't college. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, you have you ha- you. It doesn't seem like you get sacked very often. I, I'm trying. To, that's I can remember maybe that one other one, in the yeah. four games I've watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, dude, your mom must hate that. Yeah, my a lot of the women in my family didn't like when I ran in like high school. I don't even. We haven't really talked about it now, but I can't even imagine uh, what it's like now. I mean, even my dad, because I, you know, I've gotten far more athletic since I've gotten to the NFL. You were the so like the, rusher in some game, weren't you? Like, yeah, so or, the, or, yeah. So the idea that they have me, they have of me as a as like a athlete is different than the idea that like my high school coaches or college coaches like. So once I started showing that off a little bit, there started being some like QB design runs, <laughs> which was new. Uh, and I would tell my dad, and he would just be like, "No, no, no, no. You go tell them. <laughs> you go tell them you're good. You go tell them you're good." Uh, which what what stat am I looking at here? Um, uh, I thought this was rushing yards, but I think it's actually his passing yards. Oh, uh, um, when when explain to me football. So I, I didn't. I, I never even thought of this shit. But so they make they make an offense that's supposed to be tailored to the quarterbacks. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's tailored to like your offense. So it's like if your offense is bad at is bad at something, you probably stay away from that. If they're good at something, you'll highlight that in the game plan. And a lot of that has to do with the quarterback just because he has the ball every play. So you got a fast quarterback that can't throw. You're going to run him a lot. You got a quarterback that's slow, that's got a great arm. You're going to run the ball, but not with him. And you'll probably be pretty comfortable throwing the ball, too. It, it, and I heard someone ask you, what kind of quarterback are you? And you were like, I'm not any kind of quarterback. I'm a quarterback. I do it all. Yeah. I do, yeah. I don't Yeah. Cause I never thought about it like that. I just thought about like, 
I how, like can that I, how can I make a good play with whatever the play is that they gave me? So I don't think of that's about the extent of it. And then I just react after that. Um, is, are there ever away games where you stay the night there? Uh, after the game or before? After the game. Uh, no, we get in a flight immediately after. What if home. you? What if it was in Europe? Same. Yeah. Yeah. Game's which, over. Game's now over. I've heard a mix. I've heard there's some people that stayed the night, and then there's some that have got on a 12-hour flight immediately after the game. And and is it just you dudes on the plane? You you're you and the team? Uh, yeah, it's just. But it's like the full team. So it's like all the staff members, all the, uh, um, the treatment people, the coaches, players, management. Everything gets on the plane. Are there any empty seats? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Who sits up in the good seats? Uh, all the super important people, coaches, GMs, owners, quarterbacks. Uh, the highest paid guys. Oh, right. No, I'm in. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've been in the, the commercial section. You're over by the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how about how about that dude? There's a dude on your team that your team just got. Montez Sweats. Montez. Oh my god, dude. He pushed this dude Bryce Young so hard he went like 50 yards and into the tunnel, dude. Yeah. Pushed yeah. him like this. Yeah. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, he's a he's like a freak of nature, like kind of like odd to look at. You're like, "Holy shit. Wow." Yeah, yeah. And 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 he moves all good and shit. Yeah, super, super fluent. Yeah, just a beast. So big, but just proportional and ripped and nice guy. He wasn't even, he wasn't even like hitting Bryce Young. He was like shoving him. But when he shoved him, it looked like it was like moving Bryce Young's uh, organs around inside his body. <laughs> it was fucked up, dude. It was crazy. He got to him a lot in the game. Are there a lot of dudes like that in the NFL? Like, does every team have a dude like that? Yeah, and if they don't, they they try to. <laughs> they they right. want to. They They're want. like actively trying to steal one from the other team or draft one the next year. Right. Right. So okay. So he is on the he's on the extreme end for a, a defensive player. Even him. Like yeah, that's would, he's not normal. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, there's not a bunch of Montez sweats around. Now there are some, and but yeah. He's a, I mean, he got paid like it too. Wow. Yeah. So does that dude, Bryce Young, know it all? To, every time he snaps the ball, does he know where that guy is? Uh, He's probably not. It's probably not the first thing that he's thinking about. But, um, yeah, no, he's probably not even thinking about it a lot, honestly. You can't even think about that. You got to just look down the field and try to throw the ball. You can't even be worried. That was the thing I was, like, talking about in the sauna yesterday, like, because there's a lot of names that float around and everything of like who this person is or who that person is. But that would just, I, I never even like, I'm never even conscious about it until maybe like after the game and maybe they'll send me a picture and it'll be me and this other person in the, in the uh, picture. And I'll be like, damn, that's, that's so-and-so like that's the one Caleb was nice enough to pull up of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a picture like that, but it's like, I'm thinking about the play only like anything else is like, that'll just, that's just more things to think about. And I mean, I guess it really doesn't matter. You got to run the play anyway. So it doesn't really matter where everybody's at and everybody's in the NFL too. So, you know, it's like, you know, 
there's it, we're all we're all doing it you know not just them uh matt burns um tyson it's been fun watching and rooting for you on one of the interceptions on what did you see can you walk us through the whole play on one of the interceptions just anyone yeah just on anyone like what about the one where you hit the guy and then it bounces off of him and then some other guy on the other t- like you hit your guy in the chest and then it, the other guy catches it is that like yes oh oh fuck yeah yeah that, i mean yeah that's always tough that's always tough yeah that one what did i see yeah that one i just read the play threw it to my guy and um he kind of was getting hit as the ball was getting there um but yeah that's like right there like that ball could have easily he got hit and the ball just hits the ground and then it's not Oh, he threw two interceptions. He stinks. <laughs> like it just turns into a forgotten play. It's just a forgotten play. Nobody remembers. Right. So that's just like uh, just taking it all with a grain of salt and just your coaches know though, right? Yeah, that which is why it really doesn't matter. Like if you're really playing bad, like that's one thing. You know what I mean? But if you're if you're just operating the game and you know some things don't fall your way, like that's I feel like that's a that's a whole other aspect. There's this there's a play I I uh I'm gonna uh, I think it's uh I'm gonna show you can are you on your phone did you you didn't get your iPad did you? No, nah, every time I haven't been here whenever they have came to deliver it. Okay, I, I wonder if they're gonna send it back to Apple. I'll just resend it again. Okay. Should I send it to your dad's house? You could send it to the facility. I'll give you that address. Okay. You that address. Okay, uh, I'm gonna show you this uh, play. I think this is. There's two plays I want to show you. If you can, if, if you, I guess you won't see them. The people at home will see them. Um, one of them is, oh yeah, this one. This dude comes in and no one touches him. How how often does this happen? See this dude right here. I don't know if you can see. Yeah. There's a dude yeah. right here in your face. I'm yeah. gonna see if I can just re- rewind this just a little bit. And they yeah. they play this play twice. I think. Let's see. Here we go. Good stuff right there, man. On this play right here, Panthers send some pressure. Tyson reads that early, makes a good throw. When the Bears pick up the first down, look at this. And then they're going to show it again here in slow motion. Again, real quick. So as you're going to see, Panthers are going to blitz this DB right here. Now, Tyson stays pretty calm and collected. As you're going to see, take a look. They run the RPO. He's got the DB coming right at him. Dude, that's hor- that's terrifying. Yeah. No, that was a, that, so that was a run play. That was a run play. And... The, the the receiver that catches the ball is only going to run that bubble if they bring if they brought pressure. So if they don't bring pressure, he's just going to block that guy. But if he does, then he's going to run the bubble, and then we can't block that guy in the run scheme. So then I'm going to just pitch it out to him and let him get the first down. So that literally was that guy who's run in front of you was supposed to get the ball, but you decide not to give it to him and pass yeah. it instead? Yeah. Is any part of you tempted to still hand it off to that guy and then block that guy yourself? Uh, no, because my only coaching point on this play is to if they bring – because that guy that blitz is called the nickel. Uh-huh. If they bring nickel pressure, throw the bubble. That's like the only – that's like the only thing I'm thinking about on this play. And you know that even before you take the snap, when you see him come up, like a split second. Yeah, because you see the guy behind him. The, the guy, the safety behind him is like creeping up. So uh, this, dude? Stacked, this dude? Yeah, anytime they're stacked on each other, you kind of figure that one guy's going to blitz and he's going to replace. Or else they wouldn't be stacked on each other. God, that's crazy. And then 
I can't believe that guy didn't get his hand up and block that ball. I don't know how you threw that over him like that. Yeah, uh, just weird. Try to work weird arm angles. So that 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 went the way it was supposed to go. It did. How often do guys come um, come in where you don't? There's no one who blocks them like that. Uh, like twenty percent of the time, maybe. No shit. God, that that does that that looks like that would ruin my game for me. That wouldn't have fun. Okay, now this is another one. This one's crazy. This one, the guy touches the ball in your hands. Did this freak you out? This is like th this 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 play here is crazy. Do you know which one it is? What I'm talking about? As soon as I said the guy touches touches the ball. Yeah, and I bobbled it and then ran. I don't know if you bobbled it, but you 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 sucked it up really quick. That's nuts. Yeah, that was scary. So so you don't he's just he's just creeping behind you. Do you see him back there? Uh no. And you hit it and then I went and ran. God. I was stressed on that one too. So that was huge. There's there's no I'm I'm guessing you don't even think you can you can walk us through that one? You, you just you have your hand back and then you, someone touches the ball and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, reading the play out. And then that happens. And I'm like, shit, I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, then it just turns into just just reaction. Not you're not you're not thinking about like any X's and O's or anything after that. You're just like, don't turn the ball over. Go make a positive play. If If you see. I'm assuming there's lots of times when you're like, okay, this could be a 15-yard pass, or I could run four yards here, and you have to make a decision. Just a reaction. Like you'd only run the you'd only run the ball if you reacted by from the guys, you know, not being open or you not seeing it right or anything. You're never like, I'm never like, oh, I'm about to run this. Like, I'm, just, like I'm checking out the pass, checking out the pass. Boom, it's not there. If I don't have anything, throw it away. If I do then that's when I can run and try to make a play. Because some, it, it, it's, it, the runs have been great. Have you been pretty stoked on the running? The runs have been great. Yeah, it's been exciting. It has been exciting. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. You're, that sucks that your parents don't like that. I never even thought about the danger, but I like it when you run. Yeah. I, no, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I like it. Uh, Clydesdale Media, have you kept anything from the first win, uh, the first touchdown, et cetera? Oh, yeah. Are you, have you started collecting any any stuff? Yeah, I got a ball. I got the uh, I got the first touchdown I threw, and then the the uh, the, the um, management people they like painted over it and made graphics of kind of what it was and everything. And it's on top of my fridge. Oh, like, that's I'll, cool. I'll grab it. I'll grab it. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. That's sweet. Um, Deja and Tendu, amazing access with an elite athlete. Thank you, Sevan, and thank you, Tyson. Yeah, sure, no problem. Just my friends. Just my friends, kid. <laughs> yeah, just just my friend's kid. What are you talking about? All right, so this is the ball, and then they've got. Oh wow! Kind of the stats and what the game result was, and all that, and then it's just a, a ball, and they just painted this one. That's dope. dope. Yeah, pretty sweet stuff. Pretty sweet stuff. And they charge you three thousand dollars for that. Nah, not this one. <laughs> oh. That that was nice of them. Do you put that in like a glass case or something, or are you just gonna hold? Uh, it? yeah, probably. Yeah, my dad will probably do that. 
probably give it to him and try to do something like that. How often does somebody? How often does man cave or something? Put it put it down in there or something? Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Do you know how often somebody has their first career start and it ends up being a win? Um, I do not. I do not. I do not. I mean, I know. Yeah, it's probably probably not a lot just because how I can't believe how hard it is to win. Like it's like so important. That's why it's like so important to have a good team to be on a good team with like, cause it's all, you're just going against NFL dudes every week. Like we played the Panthers and you know, on the outside, it's like, Oh, the Panthers are the worst team in the league and they're struggling this year. But it's like, when I cut the tape on, I'm like, damn, these dudes are good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard. Yeah. It's gonna be so hard. I mean, I guess, I guess one way to think of it, they could go to the best college teams in the United States, in, in the world, and, and, and be standouts, completely stand out, any of those dudes that are on yeah. the worst oh, yeah. team. And they probably were. They probably, that's probably right. exactly what it was. Yeah. Hey, um, I'll tell you something that will never, ever, 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 ever happen again, not in anyone's lifetime. The sun will fizzle out first, is the fact that it was the Harlan Trophy winner against the Heisman winner. I know. That, you know what's funny? That before, is some before weird I let, shit. Before I let you say anything else about that, yeah. Everybody was saying, not everybody. There were a handful of people that were like, "Oh my god, this is well, this is the first time that a Heisman Trophy winner and a Harlan Hill Trophy winner have gone together against each other in a game." And it was just like, and in my head, I'm like, "Yeah, no shit," because Harlan Hill winners don't even go to the NFL, right? So it was like they were talking Let about. Let alone the if they do, the they don't get to play. They're like they don't get to play if they do. I know, right? and that just reminded me, reminded me of all the weird stats that people have, where it's like, oh, so and so is the first one to ever be twenty five years old, left handed, and throw for two hundred and fifty six yards on the dot on a Thursday night game. It's like, hey, oh, like, oh, no, like, I don't know, dude. You have to give yourself add. more credit than that. I don't know. No, this I one's know, different. No, I know that my situation is crazy, but I yeah. knew that obviously, it right, was the right. First time that a Heisman guy and a Harlan Hill guy had probably right. went together because the Heisman. I mean, and I it's the and the same year you guys won, dude. And you're both yeah. rookies, and and yeah. it's just it's it's yeah. um the, like there was a good chance you would have been on the sideline for this game. Yeah, and, and Justin would have been playing. Yeah, the the fact that you're even out there, start. I mean, the whole thing is the chances were the chances were like a thousand times higher that I wouldn't even that I'd be at home right now, let alone be on the field or at the game. Yeah, just as many things had to go right for you to win the game for you to actually be in the game. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, getting it's like winning or losing the game. That's like that's the that's the one thousandth thing on the list. It's like. You got to go through the 999 things to even get to the game and and be on the field in the game. I, I guess the difference is is if you say the, the other way, if you say the first left-handed guy while the sun was setting during the Pisces rising on a Thursday night when um, you know on, on an election night, blah blah. None of those things were in control. The thing that's crazy about this is everything was in your control in, in the sense that. You earned being the Harlan Trophy winner, and yeah. this fucking guy earned being the Heisman winner. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like, it it was it was it's cool. I think it's cool as shit. It is. Yeah. No, I thought it. Was, I thought it. I. I thought it was cool too, just because he was the first pick in the draft. Like, and I met him in a couple. Well, times. You, and you're not even. You weren't even drafted, right? No. 
Yeah, that'll never happen either. Yeah. Dude who yeah. wasn't drafted will play against a guy who is the number one draft. Yeah. And Sorry, that's that's yeah. not going to happen either, ever. and Ever. Yeah. Until the next guy you play who's the number one draft pick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, Ken Walters, uh, congrats on start so far. Do you agree with Sevy that – oh, my, Ken, we already went over this. This dude – hey, remember how angry your dad got with me in the car about Doug yeah. Sevy? Then this dude fucking schooled me. This dude sent me like 12 years in the NFL, made all this money. Duh, duh. Just This dude just schooled me. So Ken Walters wants to ask, uh, congrats on start so far. Do you agree with Sevy that Doug Flutie was a disaster? No, nah, I mean, I won't lie. That was before my time. So I was also having to get all the knowledge of Doug Flutie from my dad. Um, but I mean, based on everything he said, I would say that he was not a disaster at all. No, he wasn't. I was totally wrong. The fact that I'd even heard his name before, like you don't usually hear of a disaster's name 50 years later. Ken's like, he, he's rated as the 31st best quarterback of all time. I'm like, God, I'm an asshole. <laughs> God, I'm yeah. just, uh, you're probably thinking about, you had to be thinking about somebody else probably. Like, no, I was thinking of that dude because I think that dude won the Heisman and people had such high expectations of him. And I think there was this time when a bunch of dudes who were winning the Heisman were getting sucked up into different leagues, like the CFL and like the USFL. Yeah. And it was a it was a weird kind of a weird time for football. Mm -hmm. um, uh, when 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 it was over, I liked it that you and um, Bryce went over and and hugged. Like, yeah. was that both of your plans? You think? Like you're like oh time to go over. I think and usually the start the the quarterbacks say what's up to each other. Not every game. Like there were a couple games where, you know, I'm I'm there, but after about five seconds of looking, I'm not I'm not I'm not about to go searching for this dude on this right. field. Where right. you know I don't really know anybody that much either because nobody has been nobody. It's not like there's a bunch of D two dudes walking around that I would know. Or this is like your eighth team you've been on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just, I mean, I'll glance there for a couple seconds and then he, you know, he, he found me and then I saw him and you know, he's a nice dude. So, and I, like I saw, met him a couple of times before that. So yeah, he was, he was super cool about it. Where did you meet him? Where'd you meet him? Like at the combine or? Uh, I met him at the Peyton Manning passing, at the Manning passing Academy and the uh, combine. And And did you guys actually exchange words there? Like talk, like, or just uh, at, more up. at the Manning, more at the Manning camp because at the combine we were in different uh, groups, so it was only kind of just uh, brief. But at the Manning camp, I we got to exchange a hand. We had a handful of conversations. And and, and what what do you guys say to each other? Do you say looking forward to playing again, or um, congrats on making it to the NFL, or just congrats not as good as I thought you were? Or? Yeah, it's not nah, just just like a congrats and uh, you know, keep going and proud of each other and just that kind of that kind of stuff um when when do you find out if you start next week w w what does someone tell you or like how do you know that stuff or does just yeah all you and be they'll, like they'll, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll say something eventually but yeah I don't, I don't know yet last week you know you know because that your practice is different right if you're going to start whether you're not going to start yeah yeah so you'll start sensing it if they start like if when stuff like that's happening yeah this one guy said that – oh, anyway, I'm not even going to go there yet. Uh, why, do, why, does the, why do you guys – all the quarterbacks lift their leg before they snap the ball? Like they, That's if you're away. That's if you're playing away. That's because you can't – it's too loud to say the cadence. Yeah. 
So you lift your leg, and that's how they know when to snap it. So the, oh, home, the, guy, team, the home team doesn't do that. The away team will do that. No shit. So that's not just a – so when you're at home, you stop doing that? It's not just a habit? Uh, yeah, you don't do it at home. Is the center watching that, or is the guard watching you do that? Uh, it depends. Sometimes it's like there's different cadences for the silent. So sometimes it's the center looking between his legs. Sometimes it's the guard looking, and then he'll tap the center. Wow. And, and, and and what about – I can't remember if it was on offense or defense. There's a guy on the line who goes like this. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like a wide receiver, making sure that they're set, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Yeah. They, they, they're just That's like right like before they'll the ball just, snaps, I'll see point. someone go put, put their hand yeah. out, and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, they'll squat. put their hand out and just make sure – if they put it forward, they're making sure that the ref knows they're on the line of scrimmage. And if they point behind themselves, they're like making sure the ref knows they're not on the line of scrimmage. Oh, okay. So it's buying some every single so play. Every single something. play, you got to have seven dudes on the line of scrimmage and four dudes off. Oh. So if that if it happens that there's too many players on the line of scrimmage, and they get a penalty, is that because the wide receiver a legal formation? There, is that because the wide receiver is not and yeah, not lined up properly? Either, somebody either lined up wrong and didn't even check, or they just they just messed it up. So yeah, it's usually like a receiver or a tight end fault. Okay, I didn't know that. So that that line where the ball is sits on, where it's yep. snapped from, that's the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. In every single play, seven dudes from both teams have to be on. No, nah, the defense can do whatever they want. The offense got to have seven on and four off. Okay, and then once the ball snapped, those seven can run anywhere they want. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. But they have to start there. And when you say line on the line of scrimmage, it, it could be anywhere in, in the width of the field. Yes. So one of the wide, you could have just like three dudes linemen, and then the rest of the dudes could be lined up as wide receivers, but they have to be on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. The other four. Wow, that's a trip. I never knew that. Yeah. Wow. And the defense can have their dudes just scattered all over the place. Yeah, they could be all eleven off the line of scrimmage, eleven on the line of scrimmage, one on the line of scrimmage. What's what's this, uh, Caleb? Is this just? I was just showing the line of scrimmage. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, how about like that dude, that dude who's lined up on the on the top on the end on the line? Is he too far back? See, other kind of in a V. It, it doesn't have to be perfect. You just need to like look at the ref and say, "Hey, I'm on the line of scrimmage," and he'll be like, "All right, you're good." Or, "Hey, scoot back a little bit." Or, "Hey, scoot up a little bit." No shit. Wow. God. That's some complicated shit. No more Doug Flutie questions, Ken. How dare you try to make <laughs> me look bad? This is, this is my own show. All right. Well, I think that's my, um, I think that's the show. Did you end up picking a toothpaste without fluoride? Oh, I've already been doing that for a while. Oh, okay, good. You, using just making toothpaste? sure I'm not, a, I wasn't just doing it for, for no reason. No, are you using a toothpaste or a powder? Uh, toothpaste. Uh, oh. it's, um, uh, Tom's, Tom's, Uncle Tom's. Yeah, that's what, that's what I use. That's how I use yeah. Tom's. Yeah. Tom's. Not Uncle Tom's, just Tom's. Yeah, don't Tom's. Get, yeah, Tom's. don't get us canceled. There we go. Just Tom's. <laughs> Tom's. Hey, dude. Uh, love you to death. I'll uh, keep bugging you about the iPad. So yeah, I'll send, you that ad- I'll send you that address. Okay, cool. Uh, you the man. Say hi to everyone. Say hi to your family. Uh, tell your mom and dad what's up. Tell Ezra what's up. Tell the uh, sisters what's up. I appreciate you. Hey, thanks for when you came over to the sideline. Just 
locking eyes with Avi and loving on him. That was yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, you yeah. do the same thing. Tell all the tell all the the little guys and the wife I said what's up. I will. They're so excited. They knew this morning I was coming to talk to you. They're pumped. They're they're like Bears fans now. It's weird. Go bear down. Yeah. The Bears. All right, buddy. Love you. Uh, talk to you soon. We'll be watching Sunday. Who do you play Sunday? Uh, we play the Lions. Okay, and where? Chicago or Detroit? At Detroit. All right, cool. See, we'll be watching. Yes, sir. See you, Caleb. See you, Tyson. Talk to you soon, buddy. Savor it. Savor it, Sevy. Savor it. Tom's is owned by Colgate. Oh, thank you. I'm going to uh, – my mom and my sister have crazy nice teeth. And um, they – I think my sister uses a powder. What, do you just put it on your toothpaste with water I th- and then it- – I, I think so, yeah. And you just brush your teeth with it. <clears throat> I'll, I'll find out what it is. I'll send Tyson hmm. that too. That That's how um, – I just sense he's so focused, like iPad, schmipad. He doesn't know I sent him a pair of headphones, too. Did I tell you guys? Did I tell you that story, what happened? No, what happened? Dude. So I have no business buying anyone iPad. So I go on to Apple, and I buy him the fully loaded best iPad. And then I throw in a set of those headphones that are like 600 bucks. So the bill comes to like, at least $3,500. You're talking like the Apple headphones? Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. And I'm thinking to myself, man, maybe I should ask my wife before I send some fucking 23-year-old kid a month's mortgage. <laughs> and I pull the trigger on it. And right as I pull the trigger, Gabe calls me from Paper Street Coffee. Oh. <clears throat> That's nice. Nice. And he goes, hey, and I go, what? And he goes, Paper Street Coffee wants to sponsor that podcast, that that uh, iPad. Go, I got him a headset too. He goes, just send over the receipt. I'll send you a check. No shit. Yeah, I think he was drinking Paper Street Coffee this morning too. He was. Yeah, he had a frost in his hand. Oh damn! I should have asked him. Product placement. That's when you know. Some people are like, you know what I mean? Like they're. They're like, like a bullet whizzed by their head or, um, I don't know, like their baby died and came back to life or they got some, they know God's talking to them. Mm. Mine is, mine is when Gabe pays for the iPad. Like there is a God. (laughs) That's your sign. Yeah. That was so cool. Even my mom was excited. Oh, he cracked. Yeah, he cracked a can right on the show started. Oh, my God. What a stud. Oh, you, you got, we got to pull that clip. Let's see if I, yeah, you got to pull that beginning. clip and send that over to Gabe. Oh, shit. Maybe I should call Gabe. Oh, I got to test out my phone anyway. Let me call Gabe. That's awesome. Oh, my goodness. Our thread has exploded. I hate it when our thread explodes. Jesus Christ, someone wrote a book. Oh, Will wrote a book. I thought it would. Um... Um, okay. Uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh, oh. Huh. <laughs> uh, Gabe just texted me and says, don't share that story. That's too late. Oh. Sorry, buddy. 
That shit happened. I can't believe he cracked. I, I remember I saw him crack that. Oh, it's not ringing. Can you guys hear this? I don't hear it. Oh, man. But I hooked it up so right. Hello? I'm here for the troubleshooting. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that sucks. I hardwired it in. I wonder why it's not working. I mean, I can hear you. I need Scott Schweitzer to help me, maybe. Outputs. Um, monitor, headphones, multi-track, cross, oh, let's take a multi-track, no? Shit. But you guys can't hear him? I can hear him through the microphone, I think. Uh, say, Gabe, say something. Mic check. No. One, two, one, two. <laughs> Shit. Hey, did you watch the show? Yeah, I was, uh, I was in the background. Processing, uh, output, I, I have your volume full blast. Hello, 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 hello. Damn. Hey, I guess he cracked a can of uh, of Paper Street Coffee on the show. That's a crazy break, huh? Yeah, that's crazy, right? Hell yeah. I got to go back and I have to uh, look at that. I'm just uh, listening to you guys. Hey, that's that's way uh, uh, below your pay grade. Have Paulina do that. <laughs> have Paulina do no, that. Paulina's busy doing a bunch of other things. I can't have her do all this. How about now? No processing? Damn. Output routing? Okay, output routing. Oh, ma main mix? How's that? Now, can I, this setting can cause unwanted echo if used incorrectly. You guys still don't hear him? Damn it. Damn, I was about to whip out the victim card and say how much money I quote-unquote lost investing in my business. <laughs> he still hasn't gotten the iPad he bought him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay, cool. I just wanted to say thank you. Thanks for doing that. That was a crazy, that was a, uh, you're a good dude. And, and I saw him, and I saw him crack the can. So we got to pull that clip. Oh, bitchin'. Okay, cool. Okay, I won't. I love you too, buddy. Bye. Gabe, owner of Paper Street Coffee. Damn. Uh, what? Uh, I don't know what. To, I don't know. I, that's hardwired in. I tested it. I I tested it. I can. You can you hear that? Yeah. But once it actually calls, you couldn't hear it. Right. That's so weird, right? Yeah, it is. You can hear me dialing, but you couldn't hear him talk. Is it when you put it on speakers that have to be hooked up to? Because when you call somebody, you should, you might have to change the speaker setting. Like to oh, Bluetooth. Oh, yeah. Or... I, tr I tried. I tried. Oh, really? Yeah. It only had speaker and regular. Hmm. So I'm, I switched it to speaker so I could at least hear him. All right strike damn i thought i was like so cool i came in here late last night and was like fiddling with it i'm like i got this so it's not a live calling show that's a lie we couldn't hear you dial the first time oh you couldn't okay let me try let me try um uh let me try calling uh just Susa real quick let's see <laughs> 
uh, contacts. Uh, or, oh uh, yeah, let's go try Sousa. What's Sousa's number? Do you, do you know anyone's number by heart? Do you know your wife's number by heart? Yeah, I know my wife, my parents, and that's it. I know my wife, that's it. So you hear that? Yep. Okay. But you don't hear that. It's ringing. Right. Yeah. All right. It's fucked up. Right. I can hear that. Yeah, but just... Hello, this is Matt Sousa's assistant. How may I help you? Hi, Matt Sousa's assistant. I was just testing out my phone. It doesn't work. Even though it's... Uh, even though it's hardwired in. What do you mean it doesn't work? Like it doesn't accept calls or something? No, they can hear me. They can hear me dial. Yeah. Um, but they can't hear you. Talk. Now that you're talking, you're coming through the speaker of the phone. And not the. Um... Hey, can you change it like from speaker phone to like whatever? <laughs> I tried. Like, no, okay, I, I tried. Yeah. It's probably. Yeah. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to like, we're going to have to, I don't know, a uh, new po uh, podcast studio. How's that? Anyone? Hey, just throwing a wild idea out there. Yeah. No, I could do that. I'll do that after the show. All right. Damn. Okay. Um, here, let me just try one more. Oh, yeah. And it's, yep. All right. This sucks. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Bye. You okay. Bye. Oh, I'm so fucking annoyed. I'm so fucking annoyed. Let me try it. Let me try it. Uh, one more thing. I turned off the Bluetooth. No, fuck it. Fuck. So annoyed. Try one more time. Damn it. All right. Um, you know what's stupid is the... Um, oh, oh. Wow. Hear that. Yeah, hello? Oh, damn. So I can hear it when you call. I just can't hear your voice. Thanks for, for trying. Um, the Lone Ranger. It just, it just came from the this is not gay from the coffee company. This is gay from the Sevon podcast. Shit, I was hoping to call them and tell them to like sponsor the Sevon pod. Maybe pay for some checks so that they can do live call it. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, th that was a nice uh, test. So you can hear it ring and you can hear it call out. You just can't hear the people talk. Yeah. God, that's stupid. Maybe you can put the phone on a stand next to your microphone. God, I am not <laughs> ghetto. Sevi, have you put up a Christmas tree? No. You Since can put up a Christmas tree like the week before. Yeah, that's usually what I do. Yeah. We, we have to... My wife's Jewish and I'm Armenian. We we wait oh. till they giving the trees away free. Right. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> we pull all that stuff up now. Time. What? 
We got to put up all that stuff now because it's going to start freezing like next week. Really? You'll put up your stuff before Thanksgiving? Your Christmas stuff? Yeah. Oh, you mean like outside the house or inside the house? Outside. Mm. Explain to me, Collins. Just call in. That seems like a new person. Sevi, uh, just made an IG post of Tyson cracking and drinking a paper street. Let's see. Shit, yeah, I did. Hey, you know what I? You know what I just realized. What's that? You know that? You know that fucking agent that told? Oh, that's on Cave Dastros. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Really like you. I'm not letting you borrow my car. Like, say, let's say Tyson was. And he's like, Can I borrow your chair? But I still like the um, the protocol or the formality. Like, I'm not Hello? like, oh my God, look. Sorry, what? Uh, okay. If you guys put in a document all of your tech that you're running and then uh, put it in the GPT, there's like a. 50% chance it comes up with a viable solution. Okay. But uh, really? not so good at just figuring out what the conclusions of court cases are. So, so you called me to tell me that I should contact ChatGPT to fix my Roadcaster 2 iPhone 15 compatibility issues. I mean, unless you know somebody that works at like some crazy company like Microsoft or something, but doubt it. So I should possibly call someone at Microsoft to figure out my Apple computer chat GPT, uh, uh, roadcaster issues. Yeah, after you tell <laughs> You're them what fucking fired, call. dude. You're fired. You oh, suck. Man. Shit, that. All right. You're the kind of dude who orders a fucking chicken McNuggets at Burger King at the Burger King drive-thru. Are they good? She's so funny. <laughs> Tyson Bajan plays on the Chicago Bears. Save on. I thought he played for the Lions. I know. That's why I'm helping you. I knew in advance. I know in advance what you don't know. All right. Good. Good. All right. All right Good to have you back on the show. Love you too. Bye. Been a minute. Jeez. Um, my wife did a live tree once uh, after I was paralyzed, just once. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. I do live tree. You do? You do dead tree? You do plastic tree? Plastic tree. Does anyone want could... to buy, buy my Harley? It's so dope. How much? It's nice. It's I'm nice. Ask you, I'll ask you again two years later. That's how we met? <laughs> yeah. I'll keep asking until the prices or until I make enough money that I can buy it from you. I should just give it to you. What if, you, yeah, what if I sick. gave it to you and you died? I wouldn't it. die. God, I that wouldn't. would suck. Your wife would fucking hate me. I'd fly out there and drive cross country to bring it back. That'd be sweet. Oh my god, it's so nice. You would love it. That'd be dope. Oh yeah, that's a nice that's a nice coffee shop. That's a nice coffee shop. Is it almost done? I don't know, but it's got a TV in there to watch the Sevon podcast. It's nice. Paper Street Coffee. Headed to Santa Cruz in the morning. Want to join for water plunge and workout? Oh. Where? 
Um, I uh, okay, see you at 11 a.m. I have a um I have a slim. I should I'm just gonna give it to I'm gonna, when the show is like fully successful, I should just give it to Caleb. It it's a um it's a slim, but it has it's a it has a one seventeen in it. It's a rocket ship. That would be dope. And it has a it has a um yeah, it doesn't look anything like that though. It's dope. And it has a um let me see that one. Mine has a little, little tiny fairing in the front, which is like vital for when you're doing like anything over 60. And yeah, all it's got so much cool shit on it. doesn't have those bags on it. Oh, and it has a, a titanium pipe. Yeah, 600. It's yours. <laughs> it has a Royal Racing titanium pipe. It's, it's, um, it's, 2000 cc it's something crazy so that guy i was thinking i was thinking that guy that told there's a lot of people who are told not to come on this podcast do you know that like a lot i think i've i've noticed that yeah the trend lately and um the guy who told the agent that's told people not to come on this podcast, listen to this. I just realized this. He, you, you, you remember the the sporty Beth, the most toxic man in CrossFit, and there was discussion that she was paid to make that, right? You, you, you mm-hmm. remember that discussion that someone paid her to make that? Well, that guy also represents Zach T. Lander. Oh. And I wonder if that guy is going out of his way to tell his people to do hit pieces on me and Greg. Someone, someone said that to me yesterday. And then now he's telling people not to come on the podcast. What's the guy's name? John Siegley? What's the guy's name? I thought it was James something. The the name of the agency is like S&N1 or something. Yeah, S1N. I thought they had a website and I tried to find it, but I don't see it anymore. Because they had like a list of all of their... Uh... I want to be completely frank with you guys who are listening right now it doesn't bother me that he's doing that i'm i'm concerned for his clients more than i am myself the show's killing it we're we're doing great life's good but if you if you're the if you're represented by this guy you don't want him strength in numbers is the name of it you don't want your agent you want your agent to kind of be a fake cheese dick that gets along with everyone you don't want your agent like you want your agent to be able to shake hands with Trump and Biden like this. And smile, I guess. I don't know. Shit, I'm not an agent. But you sure as fuck don't want him talking shit about the biggest podcast in the space. Mm, yeah, James Seeley is his name. Is it James Seeley? Yeah. Do you have a, do you have a picture of him? Can you? Yeah. Maybe don't post. Maybe send. Let me see it on the side. I want to see if it's the guy I was because I had to go on a call with CrossFit Media. I think it was me and Dave and Haynes and I can't remember who. Oh, maybe Heather. I just put it in the private chat. And there was a guy who was representing Craig. Oh, and Heber was on the call. Oh, yeah, that's the guy.
said that he said some weird shit in that meeting too. Hmm. All right. Shit. What a trip. What a cool guy. Anyway, you don't want your agent um, talking shit about the like. You want your media talking shit about the Sevon podcast, and then the set, and then the Sevon podcast not liking all you guys because you talk shit about it. You talk shit about Hiller too. You definitely don't want to talk shit about Hiller. I do not want to do that. I want to explain the the phenomenon that is Andrew Hiller. You never want to stand in front of Andrew. You want to stand next to Andrew or behind Andrew. Never stand in front of Andrew. Because he'll run you over? You just don't want him like he just has a brain that just does stuff and you don't want him doing that stuff to you. Necessarily. Maybe you do. I mean, it can be good. I'm not saying all of the stuff is is but 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 he if he sees a fucking string dangling from your sweater, he he's like he's gonna pull on it and, and unravel your shit. Like I do to my wife. That's why you don't want to be my wife either. <laughs> yeah, you just don't want to. And so if you're if you're telling people not to not to associate with Andrew Hiller, like just don't say anything. Don't definitely don't say that to someone who's friends with Andrew, because then that person's going to tell Andrew. And then he's going to have it. He's going to you, now you're in front of him and he's going to be like, what's that over there? Oh, I see. Ah, yes. You represent Zach and Sporty Beth. That's interesting. That's weird that both of them did hit pieces. And now you're saying, not, you know what I mean? Like, be cool, man. Be cool. Savon, do you think CrossFit is putting Dave in an uncomfortable position where he has to defend them but doesn't really agree with them? I think that Dave is a man of extreme personal responsibility and accountability. And I, I know what you meant, but I'm just going to, like, fuck with it a little bit. And I don't think anyone does anything to any of us. We're responsible for our own shit. That being said, I think Dave is committed to his job and wants the company to succeed. And um, yeah, I think I think he's committed to his job and he wants the company to succeed. I don't think he's going to. I, I, I don't think Dave has any sellout in him. So if some things may be difficult for him. I mean, they're difficult for all of us, right? If you work somewhere and there's someone at your job that maybe you don't see eye to eye with. So so is he putting more in odd situations? I mean, it was intense between him and Greg too, man. I'm telling you. I mean, for completely different reasons, that's probably why it's intense for him now. But it but it was ne it's never been a um it's never been like a uh, it's never a cakewalk. It's never been a cakewalk. It's just different now. There was some there was someone that said in the comments, by the way, in Dave's um in Dave's in the weekend review show, they basically said, of course, of course it's a money grab what they're doing with the 25% because it's gonna make them more money. Just so you know, that's not logical. If everything you do makes you money, and if if you do something and it makes you money, it doesn't mean that it was a money grab. 
I found I found I, I found eighty nine thousand dollars in my YouTube account. Found it. Like that means I was doing my YouTube for a long time, not for the money. So then when I got the money, now all of a sudden I was like, he does it for the money. I think you can be like, yeah, we want to open up the open. So I think people are like, hey, this he's fucking lying. He's saying we want to open up the open to 25% of the people who do the open. And um, and uh, and everyone's like, it's a money grab because it's going to make them more money. It might be a money grab, but it's not a money grab just because it makes them more money. Do you know what I'm saying? And here's another thing I saw, um, which I thought was interesting. Everyone's like, well, now it's just too easy to go to the semifinals and it doesn't mean anything. And someone said, let's be clear. Those 75% of the people who don't make it, they tried their ass off and they didn't make it. So for them, it's not easy. So that's another, that's another thing too. So I don't know. I think you have to be careful with your logic. It doesn't mean you're wrong. Maybe it was just a money grab. But you can't just think just because someone made more money that it was a money grab. Uh, Riley has TDC losing my trust after his last week in review. I wonder if trust is one of those things that when you lose it, like, you know how it's like one negative thing? hits people harder than 10 positive things. I wonder if once you lose someone's trust, it's just fuck. Yeah, maybe. But also people just seem to be looking for something to not trust people for. That's true too. Like if you lose somebody's trust, it's probably because they were kind of in, they were searching for something to not trust you about. That's a good point. And then you grab the money. That's correct. Well, my wife grabbed it. <laughs> and then I grabbed that pussy. Hey, what about um what, what about uh, Jeff, how many how many uh Daniel Brandon shirts did you buy? How many brute sh- I mean brute shirts did you buy yesterday after I revealed the secret marketing plan of uh I feel like calling um I'm going to call Matt Torres. Oh, I don't even have a phone to call people on. Fuck. Boo. God, that sucks. God, that sucks. That sucks. Could you hear pretty good when I when I called? Yeah, when you put it up next to the speaker? Yeah. The microphone? Yeah. Yeah. Who should I call, Daniel Brandon or Matt Torres? Hmm... Danielle probably pick up. Last time, last time I called Danielle and it was um I'm gonna see. Hold on. What if she's what if I call her and she's like not even with Brood anymore? I don't know. Speculation. We pull up her IG, then make sure everything's good over there. I've been I don't know, man. I've been concerned about that lately too. Before I try some weird bit that includes her and she's like, what the fuck? I mean uh, she Look at this. The biggest, was... the biggest reason for being a fan of the show is the phone. Damn it! It's it's like um, it's like if Mister Rogers got rid of like the little trolley cart. Okay, let me see. Let me see her last. Oh, uh, oh yeah. What's it say? Uh, uh, I don't think she's ever had brute in her bio. Okay, okay, okay. 
but uh, nothing there. Wait, what was that? Oh, okay, yeah. Let's see that. Let's see that. What's that? Let's see the most recent post. Let's see. Um, uh, one of my favorite exercises. Okay. Who writes dumb shit like that? Some may not like the muscle look on women, but damn, like that's just you're a fucking idiot. That's so stupid. Yeah, you're it's a fucking the- douche. Um, some might not like women whose DNA is expressing themselves fully. I like my woman bounded and held down and turned into veal. That's the problem. That's the problem because she transcends CrossFit, so we just get D-bags in here. Cave Dastro, she's hot. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, no shit. Um, okay, let's see. Is there any brute? Um, damn. No, not really. I think she moved to Nashville, too. Philip Kelly, uh, Danielle's body's amazing. Are you sure she's not too muscly for you? I mean, uh, I mean, oh my god! Like her just to stand perfectly still for twelve days and turn into a veal. Fuck, I'm paralyzed. I have two phones and I have no one to call. <laughs> I heard I heard that I heard some analysis. I didn't want to bring this up to Tyson. Not 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 for any reason. I just don't want to bug him with this shit. But I heard an uh, 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 an analyst say that they have to play Justin Fields because they have to figure out whether they're going to keep him or not. And, and so they need more data points before they make that decision. What do you think? He has he has seven data points and six of them are losses. Oh. One of them is a win. And dude, everyone says you can build a team around that guy. And every even the worst thing I saw, they said that he'd be in the NFL for a fucking long time as a backup quarterback. That was like the worst thing I heard. Fields? No. Oh. T T Bajan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that they I really appreciate the comments just filling up with, hey, I'm sorry, Tyson. I thought you I didn't think you had a chance in hell. That's really cool. A bunch of guns. It's... Now they're going to say he can't kick a field goal or something like something ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're definitely going to keep giving Tyson opportunities because he's shown that he can do it. I've heard that they want to trade fields because he has uh, value or something like they can trade him for money. To spend oh, right. on other things, right? To free up the, that whatever that cap thing is. Yeah. The... Okay. Which I mean, they got a steal with Tyson. So, like, if they did oh. trade Fields, you throw Tyson in as a starter, and then you've got. Oh. Okay. How about this? How about let me try my personal phone? Oh boy. How about I try my personal phone to hook up to the Roadcaster? Okay, pair. Okay, here we go. Pair it up. And let me call. Um, let me. Who should I call? So I'll call Susie again. Sure. Nope. Okay. So the, so it's the iPhone 15 doesn't work. 
Hey. Hey, dude, the iPhone 15 does not work with the fucking roadcaster. What a fucking joke, dude. I'm blaming them now. It can't be my fault. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. I'm a victim of being a baller. iPhone 15 with roadcaster. Roadcaster. So I should switch. Oh, Nelly. Now, here's a real big problem. You ready for this? When you switch, the last phone we had was the 13. Correct. And when you switch from the 13 to the 15, it turns into an electronic SIM. And then that's the issue now, huh? And I bet you I can't get back to the, because I was thinking, well, fuck, I'll just transfer back over and use the old phone, but I wonder if I can even yeah. do that. Oh, fuck, because now it's an eSIM. Damn it. iPhone 15 was the best con, uh, Best content creator setup. Oh, here we you go. Don't have, you don't happen to have any more SIM cards, do you? No, no, no. Change and you just change the phone number on the entire. Um... Yeah. Man, using road wireless. How to connect iPhone to road? Oh man. And there's nothing. Uh, iPhone 15 with Roadcaster Pro too. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Douche nozzle. Uh, Cave Dastro professional podcaster, hardly. Okay, that's my football talk. Um, How come? How come the Palest? How come we don't see any protests um, to release the hostages? How come we've seen thousands of protesters, millions, millions of protesters, to stop bombing Palestine, but we don't see any people protesting to release the hostages? Do Do you know why? I know why. I don't. I couldn't tell you specifically, but it's, you, you're not. It's you're not going to like it. No one's going to like it. It's because it's not getting airtime, and nobody cares. Because. You already know they're fucking scumbags and protesters. Like, no protest or anything is going to work on them. Like, why mm. aren't the streets in the United States filled with protesters protesting Hamas release the prison, the hostages? Because Hamas is like Hamas and that whole Palestinian like organization there. They're fucking dogs. That in itself, that in itself, like, just screams volumes. It's like why why not why, it's the same with the BLM uh, riots why not why not just start a massive campaign in the United States like we had the litter campaign in the 50 to not litter um to, to for for the black community to stop resisting arrest Dear black youth stop resisting arrest all 12 of you that were killed unarmed by the cops and the vast majority of you have been killed by cops was because you resisted arrest stop resisting arrest if you want to live why not just start a massive campaign? Why burn down Ferguson? Because they don't care if black people die. They're not interested in a solution why for black people die. They don't care. None of those people care if anyone lives or dies. All those college campuses. You know what else is another weird thing? All those protests you see, like on the college campuses, those kids are still still wearing masks. 
Like twenty percent of the kids are wearing COVID masks. I, I mean, thought I was watching. Yeah, I thought I was watching like archived footage of protests because there everybody. It's like hundreds and thousands of people just wearing masks with signs. Like the the pickets, it it almost looks fake or old. It makes no sense. Yeah, no, no, they're shit bags. No, no one's like, dear Hamas, release. Like, the, you would think there would be tons of. There's nine Americans, including a three year old who's being held hostage. Crazy, I right? Seen, I haven't seen. The streets should be filled with those people saying, release our our people. Instead, it's free Palestine, which is getting the Palestinians killed because then the Palestinians think that, like, there's some chance of that. There's no chance of that. You have to leave. Yeah. Pretty insane. Israel's been making but a pretty Sevon, good it's wrong what Israel's doing. Fine. I can agree with you or not agree with you on that. That does not matter if you want to save people's lives. Are you are you are you happy that Derek Chauvin went to jail and thousands of black men died unnecessarily because Derek Chauvin went to jail? Cool. I guess it's a good trade-off. What is the, what is the, what is the, um, uh, abortion rate by race? You guys are going to love this. Damn, I can't find it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Among the 30 areas that reported race by ethnicity, data of 2019, non-Hispanic white women and non-Hispanic black women accounted for the largest percentage of abortions. Non-Hispanic white women had the lowest abortions, 6.6 per thousand. Black women had the highest abortion rates. 386 for every thousand live births. Now I want you to think about that. 386 for every 1,000 live births. And in some places, just so you know, it's like a one-to-one -one ratio. Like I think in New York City, for black women, it's every every one every black baby that's born, one is killed or something. And now I want you to watch this video. This video, this process this for a second. Now that you know that, process this. This is some uh, white chick at a college fighting with Charlie Kirk. L listen to this. Listen to this. This is nuts. I'm going to let play this like three times. Listen to this. And crime dropped 40% after it went. Wait, hold on. Do you think abortion lowers crime rate? Crime dropped 40% after abortion became legal. Why, why is that the case? Uh, it's called a statistic. Well, who has the most abortions in um, woman, black people. So, are you trying to say the termination of blacks in the womb? That's, okay. That's a very racist argument. So, first, she's arguing that you should kill babies because it lowers crime. And then he points out to her, well, uh, he doesn't say it, but we saw in the statistics they're killed at three times. Black babies are killed at three times the rate of white babies. I think it was 116 and 1,000 for white women and 386 for black women. 
And isn't it funny? She's like statistics. Watch it again. What this? It, we're fucked if this is a really our in America. I love that response. And crime dropped forty percent after it went. Hey, wait, hold on. Do you think abortion lowers crime rate? Crime dropped forty percent after abortion became legal. Why is that the case? Uh, it's called a statistic. Who led the most abortions? Um, woman. Black people. So, are you trying to say the termination of blacks in the womb? That's a very racist argument. Well, actually, Charlie's wrong there. It's not a racist argument. It's 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 they're all just facts and numbers, but um. It's not racist, but it's it's just fucking crazy. This justification for killing people to lower, cr- cr- yeah, I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure, Mike McCaskey. I'm sure, hundred uh, percent correct about lowering crime. I mean, it's a correlate. It's not a cause and effect, but yeah, yeah, totally. Kill babies, lower crime. Great one. Oh, of course she doesn't pay her own bills. She probably doesn't even, of course she doesn't pay her own bills. She's a douche. Uh, Sean Sullivan, war is terrible. Part of Hamas war strategy is to use civilian populations as shields. Uh, a huge part of it, 50% of their strategy is that. They know they are letting their people be killed and are okay with it. That's how they wage their war. Yeah, totally. Of course. I I, I, I sent Seth a text the other day. I have to be more on top of it when he, he came on and he taught. I didn't get, to, I need to interrupt him more. I need to guide that conversation more. Yeah, that guy can talk. Yeah. This guy's wild right here. You ever see this? This guy's all up in my algorithm. You know who this guy is? I don't even know his name. No. But you've seen him before, right? He's made appearances on this show. Sure. You know that Black Lives Matter was an organization that was founded by a bunch of fat black lesbians who hate God, who hate the family, order of the family, who hate the unborn child. And they admitted, at least one of them, that they are a Marxist group and they've been trained to do what they're doing. Did you know it was founded by some fat black lesbians? Wow. So, okay. So, first of all, did you um, know that? Um, what what we're not going to do is insult folks, right? Um, so, well, they claim to be lesbians and they're black and they're black. Well, I didn't do it. Well, well, well. So, so, so. But did you know they were founded by them? I personally know them, right? So, 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 so. We're, I personally we're, know we're, them. Stop that part. And you knew that before they joined. What made you join, knowing that normally men don't follow women like that? What made you do it? Did you know that Black Lives Matter was a... Normally, men don't follow women like that. What's funny is he called it insulting, but he knew them. So is it insulting to call them what they are? That's the thing, right? Like, Like he perceived it as insulting. It wasn't insulting. It's a fact. Yeah, exactly. Hey, um, did you... um? Did you see Andrew Hiller's post this morning? Uh, I don't think I did. What was it about? It's wild, dude. On Instagram? Yeah. I'm a little I'm a little confused. Are you, are you bringing it up? Yep. Awesome. You the man. I'm just going through and cleaning up my notes. <laughs> this CrossFit post? About- yeah, so 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 
I think this is a screenshot if you go to CrossFit.com on your iPhone. And it says, experience local community globally, a community-driven culture. Now, I have no idea what that means, that sentence right there. I have no idea what any of that means. Experience local community globally. Does that mean like if you travel, no matter where you go on the globe, if you're a CrossFitter, you'll experience, you'll feel at home? I don't know what that means. And then a community-driven culture. That makes no fucking sense. Like like the KKK? Was that a community-driven culture? I'm trying to think of examples of community-driven culture. Isn't every community a culture? Man, okay. Now go to the next slide. This is where it gets really bizarre. I think this is F45.com on your phone. Oh, God, it is. Global gym local community. Oh, no. Oh, God. What are they doing? Oh, um, Sean Lenderman, why does the CMO of CrossFit have a private page? Because he... <laughs> you know why. Let me see the replies of that one. Uh, because after Hillerfit called him out, he moved to a private page for community reasons. Local community... <laughs> Global privately. Probably afraid of being ass-pounded by people who see through the BS. What's wrong with being ass-pounded, homophobe? <laughs> A lot of former uh, tech leadership aren't too proud to be out in public. I would be honored to get ass-pounded by Hiller and the goons. Because he's a weirdo. I didn't say I was afraid. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Mr. Hiller... I started following your account recently. Are you currently a member of an affiliate? I'm asking because I see a lot of people profiting from CrossFit, but they work out at home by themselves. What? what, what I'm trying to figure out what the, is that guy a monk? I'm trying to figure out what the no. What's he insinuating? He can't say anything because he doesn't work out in an affiliate. Is that what he's insinuating? Open that up. Let me see what, what the replies. That that comment really fucking annoys me. Uh, he's a member of the F45. He was an affiliate owner, might still be not sure. That's irrelevant. There's nothing wrong with garage athletes, and it's in CrossFit DNA. Yeah, what is that guy? Let me go back up to what that guy's saying. Profiting. I, Mr. Hiller, I started following your account recently. Are you currently a member of affiliate? I'm asking because I see a lot of people profiting from CrossFit, but they work out. So he's saying that Hiller works out at home. And sells programming, very popular, good programming, but doesn't contribute to an affiliate. Uh, dude, he, how about the fact he just did that amazing piece on Scott Pancheck? I think that contributed to affiliates. How about the fact that he went and when Joe Neal's, Sevon triggered. How about the fact when, it's just stupid, thank you, I am triggered. How about the fact when um, I'm not s sitting in stillness like uh, Doc Holliday, um, I'm uh, reacting. How about the fact that when Joe Neals was doing going out on a limb and, and for 30 days and trying to get people to come to his affiliate, Hiller took the biggest platform in the CrossFit space. 
Hiller Fit on YouTube and amplified fucking Joe Neal's. How about that, you fucking D-bag, Bob? I started, are you current? I started following your account recently. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into it. Maybe Bob's not saying that. Anyway, if he's not, I apologize, Bob. Sevon, you are not your thoughts. Thank you. But I am the motherfucking CEO. The best athlete, number 68, the Tao Te Ching. The best athlete wants his opponent at his best. The best general enters the mind of his enemy. The best businessman serves the communal good. The best leader follows the will of the people. All of them embody the virtue of non-competition. Not that you don't have to compete, but they do it in the spirit of play. In this, they are like children and in harmony with the Tao. Is one, one, one a conversation between two monks? Uh oh, uh oh, what's this? What's this? We went to the uh. What is it? The Kansas City Library. And outside the library is like set it's the architecture is like the bindings of books. So like the like where you see the title. Yeah, yeah. And uh one like one of the very first ones on the wall is the Tao Te Ching, which is pretty cool. Oh. Oh yeah, I like that. That's nice. That's nice. Oh shit. I clicked on an ad. What is going on? You know that if you're Armenian, you can't borrow money from Citibank? A company policy really yeah did you see that no but that's the i did it in the live call-in show the other day fuck black people are such pussies citibank will not uh, they have a policy. so i told you guys the story about the america west the vice president of america west who told me and my wife we don't lend money to armenians that was to my face now citibank in la has been fined a whopping 24 million dollars for their policy well mm. to be correct they don't lend money to people they have a, they had a with the last name ending in y a n and i a n let me see black people top that motherfuckers marginalized hashtag marginalized <laughs> yeah a story came out a couple of days ago that's a trip san francisco business owner blast decision to to deep clean city for xi jinping's visit leaves fitty Leaves city, leave city filthy otherwise. Oh, this is going to be good. This is. Did you see what they did? They started planting all these trees and shit. Um, they started planting all these trees and shit in San Francisco because of Xi Jinping's visit. They started yeah, putting planters and shit everywhere. Is that insane? Getting ahead with fucking insane, solutions that dude. With you. One bank for now, for later. I can't believe what a scumbag Chase, Gavin make Newsom more is. Of what's yours. Let's bring in San Francisco business owner Danielle Rabkin. She owns CrossFit Golden Gate Gym. CrossFit Golden Gate Gym. Represent, girl. And she joins me now. Danielle, good morning to you. What do you think about this? San Francisco getting all cleaned up for China and not for residents like you. At first, I thought they were 
cleaning the areas. The media was making a way bigger deal out of this than it needed to be. Of course, we needed clean high security zones, but then I realized they were cleaning outside of those high security zones. And then that Newsom. Oh shit. They were like repainting crosswalks and shit too. Dude. Getting rid of all the LGBTQ flags on the ground. <sighs> Clip surfaced and it was abundantly obvious that they were cleaning because of optics and not security. Um, it is extremely frustrating. He doesn't care about having clean streets for the constituency. Dude, how is that safe? Did you see all those barriers they put up in San Francisco? What if um what if there's a fire or what yeah. if like you have to run from a rapist or something? What a mess. Oh no, what happened? Oh Let's scroll back up. No, I lost the story. Shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's super fucked. I was, I was, uh, you know who Mike Baker is? No, he's the he was like a former CIA uh, operative. He was on Joe Rogan a few times. He has like a daily, um, like news podcast, and he was talking about how we should just have Xi Jinping do a world tour or like American tour where he goes yeah, to Portland yeah. and Seattle and yeah, uh, or uh, Los Angeles and all the other shitty cities in the united states so that they have to clean them up yeah I, I, it'll I'm be like a month of reprieve from homeless people and drug addicts i'm totally down what's gross is that it's of all people it's fucking china's leader yeah right we won't we won't do anything for people who pay to live here for every day like crazy money to live here but we'll do it for this fucking communist guy okay i'm gonna try not to fuck with it now let's let the whole thing play let's see getting all cleaned up for china and not for residents like you at first i thought they were cleaning the areas the media was making a way bigger deal out of this than it need to be of course we needed clean high security zones but then i realized they were cleaning outside of those high security zones and then that newsom clip surfaced and it was abundantly obvious that they were cleaning because of optics and not security um it is extremely frustrating he doesn't care about having clean streets for the constituents he serves, but at the snap of a fingers, things are clean uh, just in time for this conference. Yeah, we're looking at some footage of the newly cleaned up San Francisco, but as a resident who saw the before and after in real time, how much different do things look now that it's cleaned up than it, than it did a few days ago? Well, it's funny. The city's always gotten away with being really poorly run but uh with work from home policy oh my god to leave and uh small business owners the tax base is sh shrinking that small business owners are the ones suffering um so it's it's really difficult to see that things are getting cleaned up uh right as this uh conference is coming and world leaders are about to come into the city yeah did, did the level of homelessness and urine on the streets and the drug use did it impact your business in terms of foot traffic oh absolutely people like i said with work from home people don't have to be here anymore and they don't want to live in a place that doesn't feel clean and safe so they're leaving um like i said our tax base is shrinking everyone's panicking that our budget is getting reduced and as a small business owner who's been operating for over 11 years in the city i can tell you with certainty that people are not here in the same numbers that they used to be and we feel the pain tremendous you think she used to be a libtard like me
<laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Did you, did you see what stores are closing left and right? This is not a media ploy. This is the real truth on the streets. Um, it is business owners like me who are feeling the squeeze and feeling the pain. People don't want to live here if they don't have to be here. It, it's a great city. It's beautiful. There's a lot of upsides. But at the end of the day, people want to feel clean. And That's not true, by the way, anymore. Anymore, yeah. Um, it's just astounding that with a $14 billion city budget, that that's not something the city can provide. Yeah, absolutely. It's called quality of life. And people who pay the, I'm sure, significant level of taxes that you pay as a taxpaying resident and business owner, you deserve the best quality of life imaginable and you weren't getting it before. And that's really one of the things is that if they cleaned up the city now, it proves that this was a choice that they could have done it years ago. They chose not to. They chose to keep the tents on the streets and the drug use out in, in the public eye. Why do you think that that was the policy decision? I can't tell you that, but if it wasn't abundantly clear before, it is abundantly clear now that our leaders at the local and state level aren't totally incapable and incompetent. They just choose not to serve yeah. the people. They have so much hubris. They know that they're not going to lose their jobs. If they, you know, Newsom, good for him that he went into politics, because if he worked for a company where performance was important, he'd probably be unemployed and broke. <sighs> Yeah, very well said, Danielle. Thank you so much for joining us. It's God. I wish she'd just say it. Dude, what? It's it's all it's all fucking Black Lives Matter and 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 um transgender and homosexual shit. It's all that. It's it has nothing to do with. That's all it is there. That's all it fucking is there. Did you they see this? Have, they have they the city of San Francisco gives money to. Um, they have a uh, universal income program for transgender people and Samoan women and black women. Those three, those three categories. There are um, Islander women, black women, and uh, transgender. They have a, a universal income, meaning they, they just get money for living there. How the fuck is that going on? Sorry, go ahead. Were you gonna show me? This is that clip from Gavin Newsom admitting that he did it because they were coming. Yeah. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true because it's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's the thing. It's cleaning up this I'm, place because okay all those fancy that. leaders. I'm OK with cleaning up because someone's visiting the town from another country. But sure. Not to the not to the like you let it get. There's people who you're doing needle giveaways in a fucking major metropolis under the guise of helping people. It's illegal in your state to fucking arrest people who are sleeping on the sidewalk. I mean, this is fucking nuts. Yeah. If it ain't woke, don't fix it. Robbie Myers, uh, engaging our leader in, in not engaging. What's it? invoking our leader. Greg Glassman, mommy has a cack and daddy breastfeeds. <laughs> Better give that uh, to Greg Glassman. I just need someone to steal me an Apple Watch from Cali and send it over. I have an Apple Watch. It's dumb. Get a real watch. There are no watch. Damn, my notes are all fucked up again. My notes just got too big again. That sucks.
What happened to Russell Brand? Did he ever get? Did he get fully demonetized? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. I think he's still probably has a court case against it or something. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Republican candidates, for the most part, they're talking about a, a systemic collapse, whether it's crime or energy or the economy or the border, that the left finally got their moment. And we've now witnessed something we haven't seen maybe since 1932, an empowered, progressive, hard left, free to do what they want, and the results are in and they've destroyed most of the big cities in the united states they've caused the largest migrations in american history out of blue states into red states they've destroyed the criminal justice code they've destroyed the southern border they've humiliated us abroad with afghanistan and they've called all of that disaster a success and we're watching it in real time all of the republican candidates for the most i think that's fair i think that's fair was that did, did that assessment of what happened? We watch. We watch basically the U.S. government with the help of Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram fucking pile drive our fucking uh, in the media. CNN, MSNBC, Pfizer, Pharma. We watch them just basically destroy fucking huge, huge chunks of our um, of our country, huge swaths of our country. I think that's totally fair uh, assessment. Uh, that's true because it's true. He's learning. He he can just assert whatever he wants, and the mainstream media will cover for him. Newsom said twice he was going to use COVID to push political agendas. Yeah, he's a douche. Oh, nothing happened to Brand. Okay, good. Oh, really? Need to watch Vivek destroy Cuomo in his latest interview. Oh, good. I can't wait. Assault bike material today. All right. Uh, stay tuned. Who knows what Hiller's going to put out next? He is on a, he is on a, um, he's on a fucking, uh, terror. He, he's, he's, he's a, he's a one man, uh, wrecking crew. It's easy when he just has so much material to choose from. Yeah, right? They're just, it's almost like, you think maybe he's paid by Coca-Cola to do that? <laughs> I mean, does, didn't he have a C4 sponsorship or something? Hiller's paid by Coke to destroy CrossFit. A relative success in the World Cup, the England women's football team couldn't shake off one particular criticism. They were too white. The only thing I would say about this picture here, this doesn't sort of represent diverse Britain. Um, it's all these blonde, blue-eyed girls. It's okay to be blonde-haired and blue-eyed. But if the whole idea behind this is going to encourage more women to go and into the sport, you need some sort of representation yeah. there to say whatever background you come from, you could get to yeah. this sort of level. Does it mean who could argue with him? Indeed, racism won't end until every single Western European sports team looks like the French under-21s. England oh, is 4.2% black, according to the latest census. And the England women's football team is 13% black, with three out of the 23 women in that squad ticking that box. No, that's not good enough. At this point, what exactly does diversity even mean? If it's white, it ain't all right. No, you can't say that.
despite their relative oh, success. But they are the saying world. that, and that's the thing. That's what. That's all. That's all it is. That's the same with the Gavin Newsom thing. That's what the the reason the streets are dirty. It's that stupid talk. That women's soccer team is thirteen percent black, when only four percent of the people in England are black. That's like I didn't Scotland hire like an Arab to be like their prime minister or some shit. Yeah, it was one of those weird island countries, I think. Oh, my goodness. I don't think Scotland's an island. Maybe it is. Oh, my goodness. How about this? Did you see this? Did you see? This is crazy. Bill Burr's getting destroyed. Fuck, we'll, we'll milk this guy's Instagram for a second. Look at this. This one's crazy, too. Here we go. Trump and Tucker Carlson received a raucous standing ovation from about 20,000 fans at the latest UFC event. Making his way into the building. Actually, make that 19,999. That's no other than comedian Bill Burr's wife, Nia Renee Hill. Many asking how Burr, who made his name skewering political correctness, feminism, and woke, ended up with someone so woke. Hill previously salivated over Trump catching coronavirus. She she posted, I hope Trump gets coronavirus. Why? Because she thought it was going to kill somebody? I guess. What a fucking scumbag. In fact, anybody thought that was going to happen. For a decade. I mean, your first red flag is your wife not taking your last name. Not exactly a great start, is it? But comedian basically admitted that he has to get approval for his joke. Are you married? Yeah. No, she's the best. Okay. She's a saint, and she puts up with me. I actually run jokes by her. Do you really? Yeah, like, should I say this? I wondered why he'd become a lot less funny in recent years. He became decidedly less edgy and a lot more normy. <laughs> um, I got it really into vaccines during COVID. I can't stop getting them now. So, suffice to say, Bill Burr is a cautionary tale. Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson. Pussy whooped. Yikes. Damn. Poor Billy. Or Billy. Billy Bush. Just now I'm now I'm just I'm just pissed at my list now. And I'm just like just grabbing shit. <laughs> I'm just pissed at my fucking list. Oh, this is fucking hilarious. Oh, this is this is fucking good. You, you have you ever seen um have you ever seen like the uh, how wealthy people are in the United States? Have you seen that list by by race? And it's like Asians make twice as much as whites on average, and like whites make twice as much as blacks, like on average. Like that's what it looks like: a hundred thousand, fifty thousand, and twenty five thousand a year, or something like that. I'm sure, roughly. And then you look, and it's like um, uh, blacks have their PhD like in the vast majority. If you're black, you have your PhD in just like something fucking ridiculous right and then whites it's like six psychology right and then and then asians it's math like asians get phds in math 10 to 1 to, to like whites and blacks dude it's crazy and i saw this this is fucking hilarious this is the uh european girls mathematic olympiad winners look at china asian america asian australia or no, is that is that Australia or the UK? Whatever these fucking Australia. Oh, Australia, UK, Asian. <laughs> like all <laughs> the winners are Asians. First place, China. We'll take it. Oh my God! First place, USA. 
dude. That's hilarious. Amazing. There needs to be a more diverse team. Yeah. Doesn't really bode well for hey, white dude, people wanting to get team. into mathematics. <laughs> Asian people are so weird. Look at this chick has her koala bear with her. Oh, oh I yeah. guess it's Australia. Oh my. Oh, this chick, well, the UK team, this actually looks like an Indian girl, dude. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's get it up close. Asian. Asian. Oh, that might be a dude. That's a dude for sure. Okay. Still Asian. Okay, fine. Okay, here we go. Here's the UK. Yeah, that's not that's not uh Chinese. Yeah, that's, probably uh, Indian. That's um computer, not casino. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed I didn't come up with it first, but I'm glad you did. That's good. Yes. I was trying to remember which one it was. Thank you. I know. I was going through them. I was just like dot not feather dot. No, that's not the one I like. There's something else even more racist. Okay, good. Damn. I wonder what their um I wonder what Asian's abortion rate is. I bet you it's low as shit. They don't kill babies. In China or outside of China? Oh, good point. Good point. Uh, this is, hey, Don, you should hire me to run your HR department. I will fuck shit up, dude. Elon Musk got rid of 75% of people and Twitter's still working. That's amazing. Apple needs to do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, here we go. People and Twitter is still working with record traffic. Exactly. And so I think he will, and apparently, he's also put the boots to the people who are tra trafficking in child exploitation already. Incredible. Two right. No kidding. No kidding. In incredible in two ways. Incredible that he did it. But even more incredible that he could do it that fast and that it hadn't been done. Right. He's got rid of seven. It is kind of crazy. That's where the um, CMO came from, by the way. And he was really pissed that Elon bought. Imagine being pissed that Elon bought Twitter. That's crazy. Uh, they're going to let the president back on. All right. Oh, this. Oh, oh, this is good. Uh, this looks like it might be funny. I want to finish on something fun. Did he, okay. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. What? Tell me. Uh, somebody said Musk fired Josh Grout, and I'm wondering if that's true because I thought he was at Twitter like a long time ago. Like he left Twitter a while before Elon was there. I don't know. It, it's fine. Know you can much. start that rumor. That sounds pretty hilarious. Everyone on Twitter is pissed that Elon owns Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I'm not pissed. I'm ecstatic. Yeah, what side of Twitter are you on? Uh, when you live in a liberal ivory tower, which colludes with the government, of course you're pissed. Yeah. Sure. Okay, here we go. This Maybe this is funny. 9.30. Jeez, Louise, I have to go. I should still do it. Here we go. Democrats on an escalator.
That's not good. Oh, I don't need this. I'm already late. Somebody will come. Anybody out there? Do you have a phone? No. Sorry. Somebody! Hello! There are two people stuck on an escalator and we need help. Now, would somebody please do something? You know what's really funny about that? I no. had the exact same thing happen. I saw the exact same thing happen yesterday. These when I was in Kansas City, this this family was in a like a giant GMC Sierra, like the big pickup truck. Yeah. And we had just pulled up to go look at that library and this prime truck parked right next to it like not like parallel but like just behind it and so the truck the sierra was parked in a parallel parking spot and the amazon truck was like right next to it like not with enough space to like move around well this family is sitting in the gmc sierra just laying on the horn just like blasting the horn waiting for the amazon driver to come back and move his truck and in my but head i'm like but it could have just pulled forward and away yes so literally we I look. I looked at it and I was like, "Well, please tell me it was a woman shit. driving it. Please tell me. Please tell me." It was like a maybe a Filipino or an Indian woman, just and her family just sitting in this GMC Sierra, and uh, there was well plenty of space to get through the truck and the car in front of her, but she didn't. And even if she didn't do that, she could back up over the curb and then go around the other right, direction, like a dude would have done. Yeah, absolutely. But I, we just watched it. I watched it happen. And then my dad, he went, he went to intervene. And I was like, just leave him alone. Like, let him fucking figure it out. But once he mentioned it, that they could get out, they like went out and tried to get out of it. And it took them way longer than it needed to. But it was fucking hilarious. I find it's culturally um, unacceptable for Asians to honk a horn. They should have just sat there peacefully. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. Yeah. But probably 10 minutes later, the prime driver came out and drove away, but they had already gotten out. My my friend who was the worst driver in high school was an Asian guy. And I don't know. I, I, I think it's I think it's just like just like I think like, I don't know, 99 percent of the videos I see um, with people stealing from stores on the Internet. It's black people. I think literally 99 percent of the people like I see doing dumb shit like like. If you're getting onto like you know you get onto an on ramp and once every five years there'll be someone who stops and thinks like like you never you don't stop on an on ramp because you can't merge you roll into that shit motherfucker but it, the, it's always if you look it's Asian dude yeah always it's always yeah they just they don't drive so good I don't know what the deal is the dudes taking from the Apple store in groups of ten to fifty are black dudes and the dudes who don't drive so good are Asian dudes I don't. I think the black thing is cultural. I don't know why Asians can't drive. That doesn't even make sense to me. I can't really explain it. You think it's because they're too? Because driving's about flowing, right? But you think they're just yeah. too segmented. Like my mom, my mom kind of drives like that. It's like Greg even drives like that. To be honest, it's like he drives in pieces instead of flowing. I and feel like they're used like to driving. Math, this. And Greg's great at math, like an Asian. He might even be Asian. 
Yeah, it's possible. I imagine it's because they're used to driving in cities where it's stop and go and stop and go. Like, there's no flow to it. You're just constantly in a different section. Like, they're just segmented. Yeah, exactly. And black people rob Apple stores because they're... Asians are good at math and black people are good at running, I guess. So they rob shit and run. Yeah, sure. And Indian dudes are good at programming, so they work at Apple. <laughs> what uh, what's going on over on um what let us go is Brian on be friendly? How do you spell friendly? Be friendly. Be friendly. I just type in be friendly. Oh, they're live over there. Are they? Yeah. Look at Oh yeah, they are. Tuck my neck out for you. I do think he's fitter than 111, but until he shows it, I would 100% get why that's where he's at. Yeah, um, and we're on the same page there. Yeah. yeah, we're on the same page. He's recently changed where he's uh Harry Lightfoot. That guy's Native American, right? Uh, Harry Lightfoot. Imagine you could be like running tiger and you get fucking hairy lightfoot <laughs> fuck that sucks and then meanwhile at 143 this dude's stoked he got pd savage yeah that's pretty dope what is this what are they doing what is this um what is this top 200 power rankings oh i can't believe he did 200 that's way too many I like special guest John Young like he's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to start adding that when he comes hey, on? Uh, with senior, with Sevon Podcast uh, senior analyst John Young. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, come on. Harry Lightfoot's a great name. Come on, man. I mean, yeah, if you're a character in Harry Potter. Yeah, it's like good. It's, it's a good name, but like if you're Native American, you want like fucking run like wind. Not Harry Lightfoot. Eagle's Claw. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, how about that? Harry Pringle can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Ken Walters, why isn't this being done on your show? Because uh, he's got his own YouTube channel now. He's pimping. P I M P I N G. It is. Wait, hold on. It is being done on my channel. I'm what are you talking about? Right <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah. So God. basically, what he's saying is he thinks I was smoking the the, the pipe weed from the Shire. <laughs> yeah. But Logan like brings Roman up. Does. I think Logan. What Logan right. brings up is a good. Thanks, guys. What do we? Uh, let me see what's going on. Oh, today's Tuesday. We had Tyson Bajan on. Oh, that was fucking cool. We had Tyson Bajan on. That was uh, tomorrow. Dope. Tomorrow we have uh, Greg Glassman, and then in the evening we have some dude named Zachary Kadatz. I think it's a dude in the comments here. It's like a CrossFit training or tip training. CrossFit. Training, yeah, training tips or something like that. Yeah, and I think he got a cease and desist from CrossFit. Then tomorrow <laughs> we have Dan Thiessen. He's doing something to raise money. I know that's not like I know that just half of you are like I'm not watching that show. Sorry, sorry, Dan. And then we have Shut Up and Scribble in the afternoon with Jr. Howe and Taylor Self. And then, um, oh shit, 
Okay, on Friday, we have an affiliate owner who just opened a gym in San Francisco. That one's going to be fucking nasty. Nasty show. Rory Marlowe. Shit. Bold the move. Eight, the 18th, um, we might be taking the day off. I'm not sure. I'll be going to uh, Suze's gym for his 10-year anniversary in the morning. And then Sunday, we have John Brzezink. John Brzezink. Oh, my God. And Monday, we have Tommy G. Dude, next week, we're going to go Sunday and Monday are hot. Oh, and then Tuesday, we have Tyson Bajan again. Holy shit. Oh, we have Vikey from uh, the filmmaker from, I don't know what country, South Africa or Australia? South Africa. I think he's from South Africa, but he lives in Australia. That's cool. I'm excited. All right. And then uh, next Friday, we have Native American Heritage something day. I saw we had Josh Bridges scheduled somewhere, too. Oh, yeah. Josh Bridges is scheduled. Jeffrey Birchfield, order your KY jelly. I know you like those shows. All right. Uh, remember, be kind and loving. Read your Dow. Caleb, thank you. Bye-bye.